see jazz hands, guys. Come on, let's see jazz hands. Sean, Fanatic, Fanatic, let's see it. Jazz hands. Okay, there you go. There's Nathan. Jazz hands in it up. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. I hope it's a nice, nice canic shade. If you know what the canic is, you know, I, I would personally go for flat dark earth. I don't know what flavor these guys like but i hope you got your flat dark earth panties on tonight we have the dudes from canic fanatic sean and nathan are here with us live we're going to be talking to these guys talking canic guns and a whole bunch you know they're not you guys aren't only into canics right you're into other guns oh no definitely definitely other guns Yes, absolutely. They're into other guns, so we're going to talk to them about that. This is episode 144 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast, coming to you live from the Big Daddy Gun Studios, where I still can't do lower thirds yet. So we are at the Big Daddy Gun Studios, though. You can see that stuff behind me. And we're talking about guns in America, all the news and and, and what's going on still. We're still getting news, things coming out from uh, recent events. We're going to talk about that as well. Also, Big Daddy has something that's going to be opening up pretty soon that I think you guys are going to enjoy. And I'm allowed to start talking about it from today. That is Big Daddy Unlimited. If you look into the description, I have links and stuff like that. You could check it out before we get into it. Um, But we've got that. We've got so much stuff. We've got a new sponsor that came on board that I'm going to discuss with you guys. Look at that, Nathan. Go ahead. Throw up your throw up your patch right there. Oh, yeah. Big Daddy Guns, guys. Go check them out. Sign up, subscribe, newsletter. Yeah, Sean, did you get one of those? Did Nathan? I did not. No, but I will. Uh, oh, yeah, actually, we're take care of that. <laughs> Hank Strange gave me this off his back. I saw him in like the last half hour of the last day at Shot Show, and he gave me the last two patches he had. One off of his back. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. I, you know what? You're right. I remember that. <laughs> awesome. So, you know, I want to invite everyone that's watching us right now live. Please, guys, hit those thumbs ups. We really need those. We need to get the thumbs ups going. Share this. Share with your friends and family that we're doing this um, on social medias that you have. The, the guys from Canic Fanatic have done some sharing. So if you don't know what to do, you can share that stuff. You can share my stuff. I've shared stuff all over the place. Uh, the, well, you can't have all my stuff but you can share my links that I put up there. Uh, Lola is not here tonight, so we are allowed to go off the rails. Lola is out uh, watching a play or something like that, you know, so we can do and say whatever the hell we want to. (laughs) We have no supervision. So I'm definitely looking for the folks in the chat to um, to help us out with that and make sure everyone behaves themselves in the chat, which I'm sure they're going to do real quickly, guys, before we get into this, I'm going to go down the list of everyone in here and shout out folks. I see gorillas and guns is in here. Tango Hunter also in here. I'm not sure who came in first because we've been here so long that and there's been so much uh, conversation going on that I can't see that anymore. Airwaves and apertures is also in with us right now. I see boss hog. Tango Hunter, which I think I can't remember. If, I think I said Tango Hunter. Brian Quick, uh, S Man seventy two ninety. I see you. I edit my sub MOA AK. <laughs> also in here, <laughs> Vanessa Kitty says hi. Um, let's see who else is in here. Um, Chris Illog, also in. And let me see what uh, Matt J. You know, he says, "Damn, you people get on so quick." There were a lot of people in the chat before we started. I think I've had this set up since uh, I think I've had it set up for about an hour. I was actually early today, so <laughs> I kind of had to be early since I was here by myself. Uh, Chris Bullis, Efrain Rodriguez, I see you also. Jeremy Hood. Um, 
Armament and Axis. He says TGIF, which is true. I'm so glad it's Friday. I don't know if you guys are going to be going. Anyone who's in Florida, if you're in the Mount Dora area, we've got that um, tank rally. That's what our military vehicle rally that Walter's going to. So if you guys remind me, I'll talk about that later. Uh, Joe Carpenter, um, he's also in here. Uh, Michael Bender. Let's see who else we've got in the chat right now. Uh, Jolly Roger USA, he says, what's up, strange peeps? Hashtag shout me out. <laughs> hashtag hashtag strange. Hashtag jazz hands. Hashtag big girl panties. Hashtag <laughs> thumbs ups. Hashtag who moved my freedom. Hashtag cow cocky. This is, he's got a ton of hashtags in there. So um, shout out to Jolly Roger. Uh, let's see who else we've got in here. Um, going down. Let's see. Let's see. Um, SoCal Gunner, he says, what's up, party people? <laughs> so there you go. Um, we've got Crackbot. Uh, JAC. Let's see who else. I think Crackbot wanted to know when we were going to start. So we, we've started, Crackbot, if you're still here. Tim Not Tim says, Greeting from, greetings from free America, at least for now anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see who else. MW Tactical. I think he's hanging out with us as well. Jared Loafers, Tony Lobner, Rising Tide Outdoors. He says, what's up? Hashtag Strangians. You guys can throw in your hashtags. I like hashtag Buzzy Buzzy blah, blah, blah. So that's that's my favorite hashtag at this moment. Hashtag um, Canic Fanatic. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hashtag Canic Fanatic as well. That's a pretty good one. Um, you guys should definitely hit that up. Anyone who's joining us from the Canic Fanatic crew, actually make sure you do hashtag Canic Fanatic so that we can get that in there. Um, let's see who else is in here. Chris Bullis says, I hate the NRA right now, but people need to be smart and not fall for the media's BS. A little research is all it takes to see who's the biggest lobby groups and donors, et cetera, are out there. So there you go. I see Peter Muchko. Uh, he says he's here. Exhale. LV Louis Cipher, Steve O'Bear, Mark Wagner, Andrew Thomas, Cal L also in here, Alaskan Ballistics. He says, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Edward Andrews, uh, GTG. I haven't seen Edward Andrews in a while. Shout out to you. What's going on? Ron and Ron says FDE for sure. All right. For sure. Um, Big shout out to Miss Rex Gear. That's I know that's Brenna. Big shout out to her. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Okay, make sure you put make sure you put in hashtag Canic Fanatics in there. Everyone from that group. Cyrus three hundred eight. He says Canics are my favorite pistols, and I don't care what no one says. Laugh out loud. I haven't seen Cyrus three hundred eight in a while, so shout out to you. Mark Wagner says Canics are the best pistol on the market, arguably the best stock trigger. So yeah. at least he says um, DC two Mega Boost is also in here. Um, Lee A is in the house. Moobut. Lee Jackson. A is behind me. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. There you go. Uh, I see Moobut, Jeremy Hood, Gun Info Guy says hi, all. Barry Shard, Dan W. I carry my revolver and sing single action says you and plus the peace sign. So there you go. Um, Cyrus 308 says NRA got crushed today, lost huge sponsors. Very bad day for them. Um, and Darth Mayhem says, howdy, peeps, checking in on The Strange. So there you go. I think I see Justin E., The Arms Man, Kentucky Boy, Tom Race, uh, Mrs. Red X Gear, which I think you, you mentioned. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So there you go. Scamp 900. If I missed anyone, just, uh, you know, 
do a hashtag in there and I'll uh, I'll shout you out. Uh, Nine millimeter Tony says hashtag Chalky Milk <laughs> hashtag Ruger. <laughs> Uh, and then opt out of gun control says hashtag NRA is bad MK. You know, which I guess is that's from like South Park, right? I probably didn't say it right. So okay. yeah, MK. <laughs> Hillbilly Nitro USA says sup Hank. Um Jackson Ullman says at the risk of getting kicked out of here, I feel like we need to be bolstering all of the gun advocacy groups right now, even the ones that aren't as gun ho for us as we'd like them to be. And then I guess he's saying he's including the NRA. Um, you know, listen, we can have that conversation. I'm not against having a conversation. I'm willing to listen to everyone's voice on that. Um, and as a matter of fact, let's start with that from the Canic Fanatic guys. Before we get into what is Canic Fanatic and how it started, how do you guys feel about everything that's going on here with the NRA? Um, who wants to start? Go ahead, Nate. You. Okay. Well, um, I actually was home yesterday, so I did watch uh, uh, LaPierre's uh, speech at CPAC. Um, I don't disagree with a lot of what he said, especially with the uh, more rigorous background checks. And uh, I'm, I'm, I think the, the bump stocks, though, I think it's a slippery slope. I mean, once you start heading down that road, what else do you start adding on there? Does everybody have to start carrying a 20-pound trigger? You know, do we go to single action, you know, bolt action rifles? Where where do we stop it at? You know, yeah, we won't stop. There is nowhere to stop. Um, right. And I agree with you on that. What were you going to say to that, Nathan? Uh, I was going to say it's like it's like Matt uh, Mac was saying yesterday about how, you know, there's a <clears throat> what do they call it? We're, we're reaching agreement or whatever. We're not we're not compromised. We're not compromising anything. We're just giving away our rights. And I'm, I'm opposed to like pretty much all legislation against the Second Amendment. So I'm kind of with the. Uh, the gun owners of America on that whole side of things. So, yeah, we just need to, in my personal opinion, we just need to go back to the pure second amendment. That's all we need. Um, that's pretty much the statement of GOA gun owners of America. Um, I encourage you guys here and everyone watching to sign up for them. If you check um, our description, there's a link to GOA and uh, usually the yearly fee to be a member of GOA is 20 bucks, which is not bad. We got them to lower that to 15 bucks. So for anyone who's interested, you could do that. I don't get any money or anything out of it. I wouldn't I wouldn't want it even if they were going to do that, but they're not. So you, what they did was reduce the price. You know, you guys, I think they said so far they got about 140 people signing up through that link. So I encourage everyone out there that's able to do it to go support that. Um, Let's totally increase that number. We all need to get together, sign up. Go with yeah. an advocacy group that supports us all. Yeah. Any advocacy group like that, uh, whoever you said that member was that was talking about an advocacy group, doesn't necessarily have to be the NRA, but there are people out there that want to fight for our rights. We're all in agreement on some level. Yeah, and here's the thing with what's going on with the NRA lately. I mean, I think the NRA now is under attack from kind of two sides. I don't know if anyone cares really that much. I'm not hearing the media talking about our side, that you know we're not happy with things that they've done, opening the door to all this stuff that's happening. They might right now be trying to push back against some of it. I don't know, you guys are hearing me good, right? Oh, yeah. um, they may be trying to push back against some of it, but they opened this door um, to, to regulating um, things related to the rate of fire. I think they opened this door and now there's things happening to them because of all these incidents and, and companies are dropping out from from sponsoring them and doing things for them. I think their bank, um, the bank that was carrying their credit card dropped out in other places. So here's the thing. I don't agree with any of that. All of these companies that are anti-Second Amendment 
I don't agree with it. I don't agree with them um, trying to punish the NRA. At the same time, I have a very, very tough time feeling sorry for the NRA because they think that they can negotiate with these people. Exactly. Can't, you, know? you, can't, you can't even get into it with them because, you know, everyone wants their one side. And that's the that's the huge problem. Like even with us, it's like we don't want to give an inch. And there's people that are like, well, let's just give them bump stocks. It's not bump stocks. And, you know, I don't I don't want to give up my guys. trigger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, that's it. They're coming for everything. And when they get the first of all, if they get those things, they're going to kill a huge chunk of the industry. When when folks nowadays go and buy a gun, what's the first thing you do? Or if you build a gun, what do you guys do? Well, what do people complain about? Even mechanics, what is it? Trigger, right? No, not I'm necessarily not mechanics. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, okay, okay. Right, but, trigger, but, yeah. that's, but that's the that's the number one thing that people want to get into with yeah. handguns and rifles and things like that. So that, that's what brings a lot of the market to our group. When you when you hear a lot of the new members who post and say, "I just bought my first canic," you'll hear them say, "Like, oh, I went in to buy an M&P 2.0, tried a canic, fell in love with the trigger," and that's pretty much how it goes. Uh, you know, with, yeah. with a lot of that's that's you know, with a lot of the new members you'll see. Yeah. So the thing is with that, where does it end, man? It doesn't end. So here we, we can continue to have that conversation. What I wanted to do first is introduce you guys. And I believe uh, Nathan, um, we're, we're going to go to Sean for this because Sean, you yep. actually started Canic Fanatics, right? So do you want to explain to us who you are and how you started this group? Okay. So yeah, a little over a year ago, um, doing a lot of research on the Canic brand of firearm. It's actually pronounced Janik or Janik, but since we're in America and it flows better, Canic Fanatic, we'll just stick with that tonight. But but uh, at any rate, doing a lot of research, uh, hitting a lot of different forums, trying to find bits and pieces. So over Christmas break, uh, a little over a year ago, I figured, what the hell, there's no platform for this brand. So I started a, the forum because um, I actually was looking at a Walther P99 ended up investing in the uh, Canic uh, TP9V2. And because of that, I, I fell in love with uh, shooting sports again, getting back out of the range and stuff. So I wanted to create a platform where people who do buy into this brand have a voice or have some type of support forum for them. So, and as we grow in numbers uh, within the last year uh, with Nate's help and, and all of our great moderators that we have, Andy and Craig, Larry, a lot of them out there, um, we've grown to over 8,000 members in a year on Facebook, and we plan to double that this year, if not more. Wow. Uh, so basically, we just wanted to create a platform. We're not saying that, you know, uh, Janik brand is, is the best in the world, but it's a hell of a pistol, a hell of a firearm, and it's definitely worth adding to your collection if you don't have one. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think you made some good points there. I'm going to start with the way that you pronounce it. Because I know I've butchered it and I'm probably going to continue <laughs> have that conversation. Right. If we have you guys on um, and this can get watched all over the world, man, <laughs> there's going to be at least one or two people in the world that are going to watch this. So the right way to pronounce it is Yannick. 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 Yeah, it's it's you know, and like the people at the booth that were like from Turkey, like uh, Uku Erel, who is like the general manager of Canik and them. You know, they all say it a little bit different, like Janik or Janik or like a like a Janik, like a cha sound. But it's all generally the same. You can say Janik, and they were you know they said it's yeah. fine. <laughs> so do they do they get all mad like the um, H and K people if you say Heckler and Koch or Heckler? You know, no, you have to say no, Heckler they, and Coke they, or you, no, Heckler they totally and Koch. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So they're they not get it in America. About it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I think Century Arms told them the way I heard it is it's like they told them, like, in America, you're never going to be able to explain it to people as Janik. So you might as well just let them call a canic and go with it, is, is my understanding of it. So, 
you know, it's, it's just easier to let people do their thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's, a, that's a good point. Um, hold on. Yeah. So, um, now what the thing I wanted to know from what you guys were saying that you started this group, you've got like 8,000 people strong, you said, right? Yes. Okay. So what do you, you know, what do you guys do? What, you know, do you just meet on the internet? Do you have meetups? What kind of stuff do you guys get into here? Well, since we're only a year old, we haven't really done any actual meetups yet. Um, basically, like I said, right now, we're just a huge support group for the brand. We do, uh, we help people troubleshoot if they're having issues. Um, and that's just not us. That's our, all of our members. Uh, they step up to the plate and help each other out. You might get the same question 10 times a day, but somebody's there to answer it. Um, so basically right now, yeah. And we do hope eventually that we're going to start actually being uh, sponsors for competitive shooters uh, once we grow our base. And if we can start bringing in more revenue with the, with the hats and shirts that we sell and stuff, we'd like to start turning that into a sponsorship for some competitive shooters. Okay, cool. So with uh, with the guns, do you guys find that there's a healthy uh, support system other than you? You know, is there good um, customer support, care, etc.? I would honestly say I, I've got a lot of experience with warranty, and I, I'd say that Century Arms honestly has one of the best. We're probably one of the only <laughs> groups that I know of where we have a rep. Most people in the group know him as Delray Jason, and he's like the Century Arms uh, sales manager or something like that. You know, he actually... If somebody has a problem and says, oh, my gun's busted, you know, it's something that they need support, he'll say, hey, email me, send me a message. And if we can't fix it, I'll give you a new canic, you know. Wow. OK, cool. Yeah. OK, that's good to know. All right. I just want to remind everyone that's watching, guys, make sure you thumbs up. Make sure you share this. OK, we, we want to, you know, get our viewership and all that up and going. So, you know, you guys brought some canic guns, right? Oh, Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll we'll get into that. We'll talk about it a little bit. I'll, I see that folks here in the chat. Um, like I said, you know, Lola's not here. Go ahead, show the guns. We'll, we'll, we call it oh, Gorn yeah. around here. We call it Gorn. Yeah. You can throw it up. What do you have there? What do you have there, Nathan? Uh, this is a BBDA, as, as us Canic fanatics call it, or Burnt Bronze DA, DA, which stands for uh, double action for the most part. Okay. And it's, it's actually, uh, you know, just to put this out there for people, uh, it's actually a great gun because you can stage it. It's called anti-stress trigger created by Walther and you can actually stage it and it has a dingus. So when you actually have it, you know, ready to go, you can actually put it like that and you have a safe single action. And it actually has, you know, pretty, a pretty good, um, trigger break in comparison to a single action. Okay, cool, cool. Sean, what do you have? Well, I actually grabbed my DA also, uh, oh. <laughs> first one I grabbed, but it was in my, uh, new Red X holster, uh, Red X gear. Uh, just got this holster, by the way, this week, along with my mag carrier. So I figured while we're on here, I'd give them a shout out because uh, they make uh, excellent products. So Absolutely. anyway, so yeah, check out Red X gear. So anyway, uh, right now I've got my, uh, this is the non-burnt bronze DA. Uh, actually happened happen to be the first one I grabbed, but uh, this is absolutely one of my favorite pistols. And we're, like we were talking about before, the Walter P99, which I actually do own. So for those of those of you out there that say buy the real thing, I do own the real thing. I do own a Walter P99. <laughs> um, uh, you know, which one's I, better? Which one's better, man? I I favor the Janik. I don't know if it's because I started with that. I mean, there's something sexy about the Walter P99. I mean, this is a James Bond gun. You know, it's got 20, 20 plus years history, so you can't go wrong with a Walter, but. Overall, I end up favoring Mechanic. It's a little bit softer shooter, uh, less felt recoil, but I don't know, man. There's something awesome about that Walther P99, too. Yeah, awesome. 
Okay, I hear Lola's in the chat from someone. Someone's telling me Lola's in the chat. Okay, so listen, so I just wanted to give you guys a little teaser there, let you know that, um, you know, that we are going to talk about guns. Uh, I know there's a bunch of different things you guys want to talk about, and I'm, I'm going to try to get to some of that early. And then you know what? It's Friday. I don't want you guys to go off all mad and miserable. We do oh, have to never. stay. Yeah, we do have to stay vigilant, though. You know, we have to stay vigilant. So uh, Razor JB wants to know, is Canik and Sentry still together? And I think that's a good question because at the shows, I see Sentry and they have Canics. And then I see, I actually see Canics by themselves as well. So what's going on there? Nate, why don't you take that one? Uh, you know, Sentry Arms is the, is the importer, right? And then, and then uh, we, have, we have Canic Arms, who, is, who imports uh, or who makes the, the firearms. But in the process of that, we have those weird ATF import restrictions where it says, you know, you can't have a gas blowback or whatever. That's so small and this and that. So you have Canic USA, and that's where a lot of people get confused because eventually I think their goal is to make like a single stack nine millimeter TP9. And then that would be where Canic USA comes in. But it's for the most part always going to be Canic Century, I believe. And they also import through TriStar Arms. So mm -hmm. it's just that it's just that whole weird you know, ATF system where you have to have manufacturer, importer, there's millions of them out there, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's, um, let's, uh, let's hit up some things here. Let's, let's go to some of the NRA stuff. So Sean Barr says it's all about money. The NRA is creating problems so they can get more money from us. How do you guys feel about that? My, my, my spam box is full every day from the NRA, you know? And it's odd for me because I grew up, you know, in a household like my grandma and them, you know, they were all big members of the NRA. So it's odd for me where it's going into like, do, do you support them? Do you not support them? And, you know, yeah. I think every, every and where, time where, where are you at? Party. I mean, I hear a little bit of an accent, Nathan. Where are you at? Uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. OK, yeah, where's Sean at? Are you in Wisconsin also? I'm in Iowa. Iowa. So there you go. OK. Yeah. I guess does Iowa even have an accent? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're saying that, yes, you know what? I agree with you. If you go to the NRA website, the first thing you're going to get is they're going to try to get some money from you. They don't, they don't even give you information. They just want to get money from you. If you get mail from the NRA, that's the first thing. They always want something from us, but they don't give a crap about giving us anything. And I think that I'm going to agree with that comment that was made that, yeah, the, you know, this, I think ultimately they're going to benefit from this because even though we're watching this and we're aware of what the NRA is doing, most of their members are not, and they're going to feel sorry for them. And they're going to funnel a bunch of money in their direction because of whatever is going on. I don't really think they lose here. And I, you know, I, I do not support what people are doing by, by pulling out of business with them and all that, right. In terms of the companies that won't carry a credit card, and, and all that kind of stuff or in Dallas for example they don't want they don't want to have the NRA convention in Dallas I don't agree with that on principle you yeah. know because there's nothing that's like saying you know if there were if there was a group of black people if the NAACP or something like that or any group of of minorities decided hey we're going to have this we're going to have a convention and and that town said oh you can't do this everyone will be in in uproar over it and what we're talking about here is something that's for everyone, regardless of color, race and religion, you know, and it's protected by the yeah. Second Amendment, by the Constitution. So I, I disagree with it for that reason. But I really, really have a tough time feeling sorry for the NRA. Yeah, and I, I totally disagree with a lot of the people that want to 
you know, just straight up blackball like a convention like that when like uh, somebody on your show this week talked about how they have an economic reason to go and this and that, you know, and it's for a lot of people, it's about protection, like how they had the NRA Carry Guard Expo in Milwaukee here. You know, it's like I'd hope most people weren't going there for the NRA, but they were going there to be a responsible citizen, get, you know, self-defense, learn about the guns, see the guns, have people say, hey, come get training because people came all over for that. And yeah, I hope at the end of the day, that's what most of us make it about. Yeah, I think it is unfortunate. You know, when we had the GOA here, we asked them if they would do conventions and things like that. And I think they had a really good answer to it. They said, look, when we get money, we spend that money fighting anti-gun legislation. Okay, and that's what we should do with that money. Now, the NRA has these conventions. They're not totally bad because ultimately it's a place where we all get together. We're of like mind. You know, we can get together and and, uh, commune with each other. Um, I I myself am pretty mad and I really don't want to go because of the way that I feel about it. And I feel like I shouldn't support them, but I'm going because we're going to go there and we're going to protest. And hopefully they're going to let us do that and let us have our voice. And that's what it, you know, that's what it's all about. However, I feel like in the future, I'm not going to keep pushing the NRA if they keep doing things like this, because I really think they're creating these problems so that they can be the only ones in the game to fix these problems, which is exactly what politicians do to us, whether it's Republicans or Democrats, because we're living in this stupid two party system, pretty much. This is what they do. They create problems so that we could fix it. Exactly. You know, um, let me see here. Someone's sending me messages. Um, and then Patrick, Patrick R is telling me that there's a, there's a six more companies that have, that have come out against the NRA and all that. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I'm going to go back to what I said. I still feel, I still feel that way. Like I'm not at this point going to feel bad about the NRA because they don't feel bad about what they're doing to us. They're willing to sacrifice things that we think should not be sacrificed So I really don't feel bad about them, but I am against that in principle. So now someone's saying to me that there's only if you guys watch this show often, you'll see that above me here, there's always a bunch of there's actually two bag of balls. There's my ball bags up there. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know about this. And someone's like, oh, what happened to the bag of balls? My other balls are under the table. And if you don't believe me, look, here they go. They're right there. See, my balls are under the table. I knew that somebody was going to be asking about my balls. Sooner or later, someone was bound to ask. Um, um, so, okay, I'm hearing that carry guard, Antis killed the carry guard program for the NRA. That's a big deal. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a big deal right there. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm getting some reports there. I don't know, uh, Patrick, if you're watching this, you should probably text Lola and see if you can get a link to come in or something like that. Or I'll try to send you a link so you can come in and give us that news and we can have that discussion. Uh, let me see what other discussions are going on here. Yeah, when you talk about businesses pulling out, is it any surprise? And you got uh, Tim from Military Arms Channel and I'm all here talking about don't give them a single red penny and everything. You know, I mean, so, mm-hmm. you know, like, like he said, you got to contact these people, put it in every social media post. And I think yeah. that's well, what it takes to get them to listen. Unfortunately, no matter who it is, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, obviously most of us are pretty conservative that are in the gun community, but nobody's going to let a tragedy go to waste like this. And they're all going to try to use, you know, get capital from it. And that's what's ridiculous. I mean, they're trying to politicize such a horrific event that, you know, it's just it's disgusting, really. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then there's some uh, 
So now there's some other news out there that I want to switch to. I, I mean, I, I think if we get uh, if we get Patrick on here, which I'll see if I could somehow sending something to get him on here. I don't know. Um, yeah. So if, if we get him on here, we could go back to this for sure and uh, and have this conversation. But um, have you guys seen the news coming out of like there's new news coming out from from South Florida here in Broward County in regards to the deputy sheriff? Because when when this um, school shooting happened, the, the first question a lot of us had, including myself, was where the hell was the uh, resource officer. Exactly. You know, were there any security guards? Where were these people? We saw like there was teachers sacrificing their lives and all that kind of stuff. And even the, the sheriff was on CNN berating everyone and, t- and saying that folks like us should shut the hell up because it's not our job to protect the, uh, the students. It's their job to protect them, which I thought was kind of weird because we found out that the sheriff there, the uh, deputy sheriff that was there, was stayed outside the school for four minutes and did not go in. Right. When everyone else got to the scene, he was outside. Did you guys see this? Yeah, yeah. In fact, you know, I was gonna bring up something that irritates the piss out of me as I was reading an article today. Evidently, some uh, news people tried to go talk to him as they're referring to him as a coward of Broward County, County, and five or six deputies stopped the news media. So you've got five or six deputies surrounding this guy's house, protecting him, but he wouldn't even bother to step foot in that school. So why can't we put more officers, resource officers at our schools, armed security versus this guy in his home? He gets six deputies. Where was he to protect the children? I totally agree with you, man. I don't understand this. I would have rather gone in there and died. Um, and I think he is a coward. And, and I'm not saying he doesn't have the right to be a coward. But he, right. if, he, if, you're, if this is not a job you're built for, don't do it. And I think this is the thing I say all the time about um, people in law enforcement. You know, this is not an easy job to do. And I, and I seriously believe there should be less people doing the job that are better trained and, and vetted and prepared and paid to do the job instead of people who are just doing the job for I don't know what reason. And then when things like this happen, that you know that person can sit outside for, for all this amount of time or stay outside for all this amount of time. I believe from what I'm hearing, he saw this kid doing this and was calling it in instead of going in after him. And um, even worse, guys, even worse, uh, what I'm hearing now, and I don't, you know, I try to avoid like not doing things unless we can really confirm it. But I've seen at this point a couple of different places. They were other police officers that showed up there and didn't go in. You know, um, so and you see that a lot with this, with the with a typical response where they're like waiting for, uh, you know, like their special response team. So they're waiting to group. And, you know, I mean, I mean, there, there's obviously been incidents where they respond and instantly go in and you hear about like the lone officer who went in with his rifle or whatever. But, you know, you hear that time and time again about them where it's like, oh, well, they were standing waiting for somebody to tell them what to do. You know, mm-hmm. either, you either sit there yeah. or you react in those situations. Right. Any, any, any training school, that's a lot, a lot of the principles they talk about is you either freeze up in a situation or you react. I mean, that's the point of self-defense training most of the time, you know, is how to react in a frightening situation. Yeah. But so if a thing like this is happening and if these guys get on CNN in a, in a huge staged you know, um, show and tell us that we should disarm. We shouldn't have guns. We're not entitled to to um, any rights under the Second Amendment or anything else like that. Right. And that and when the when the sheriff of this place and, and there's no way you could tell me 
that that a week, a week and a half after this incident, that sheriff sitting there on CNN didn't know what happened when he showed up at the scene. Okay, right. if any of us would have shown up at the scene, the first thing we're going to do is like, so you know, where's the where's the officer that was supposed to be here? Is he wounded? Is he dead? What the hell's yeah. going on? So he knew at that time what happened. And he sat there telling us that it's not our job to protect these students. It's not teachers' jobs to protect them. It's not anyone else's job to volunteer and protect these guys. It's their job. And then they didn't do their job. That 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 whole department should just go. Yeah, I, I say that all the time. And, and people say that it's like, you know, they want to they criticize it as like being a, you know, anti-comp sentiment. And I, I think if you can't do the job, I mean, you should, you know, you should be evaluated on what you're willing to do in that position. And, you know, so that when these instances come, you can't just have a cop out. Well, I didn't want to do it. I got scared or, you know, in any situation, whether it's a shooting of an innocent person uh, responding to a, you know, a school shooting, any of it, you either are prepared to handle it or you're not. You can't just use the, the cop out of I, I was scared and that justifies it every time. Yeah, but there's so many failures and everyone's getting blamed here. You know, people are, it's almost like these guys were ready to lay the blame on everyone else. They were ready to lay it on the on the guns, on the Second Amendment, on the NRA, on people like us, on Trump, on everyone. You've got and I'm seeing it in the chat and I agree with you guys. And I know that we're kind of like preaching to the choir here, but damn it. There's like the school system, you know, there's the, the sheriff's department. There's the FBI. There's a whole bunch of people. There's when this guy decided to do this thing that he was able to do this, drop the gun, walk away and, and, and completely leave the scene before they caught up to him. Yeah. And he had the YouTube comment like six months ago that he wanted to be a professional uh, school shooter. He was saying, you know, and so the guy who reported that, I mean, yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot of things that went wrong here. And the last thing that we should do, I mean, I'm seeing now that here in Florida, even our governor, who's a Republican, but I've kind of always known he was an idiot and he's definitely showing his idiot face right now. He is planning on, on he thinks that a solution to this is banning bump stocks and raising the, you know, the age that you can own a rifle and all this other kind of nonsense. And that's unfortunate because these people haven't even fully um, figured out or shown us what the hell happened here. And they bear a, a, a heavy burden for what went down. They didn't do what they were supposed to do. And that's part of the problem, too. They're only putting a Band-Aid on the issue and they're not even addressing the actual issue of our society today. But to raise the age to 21, by the time I was 19 years old, I was a combat veteran. So you're telling me that at 19 years old, somebody comes home as a combat veteran and they're not allowed to have a rifle in their home to defend themselves till they're 21. But at the age of 18, they can go overseas and carry a rifle and kill. I don't agree with that. So raising the age of 21 isn't going to really address the issue. It's not going to stop a lunatic who's going to do something like this. We just we need to look at our entire society and the way that children are raised today. You know, they're just trying to put Band-Aids on issues and I don't agree with it. Yeah. I mean, what else are we going to raise the, the age limit to? OK, I see Patrick has joined us. Patrick. Yes, I'm here. Okay, so you've got some uh, news that you can share with us about the NRA, right? Hit us with yeah. that. Yeah, uh, so, well, last night I was doing a, article, a post for Recoil about how Enterprise, uh, National, and uh, Budget, I think was the third, had pulled out of uh, offering member benefits. And then uh, it, it started with the NRA's 
credit card, the First National Bank of Omaha, had pulled their support for the program. They said they're no longer going to co-brand the card. So how that works, uh, for those of you that don't know, because I didn't know how this worked uh, when I started writing about it, um, a bank will issue a credit card in the name of another entity like the NRA or Amazon or Walmart or whatever. They're called co-branded cards. Now, I'm not privy to the details of their agreements, but they were the ones that were offering the NRA credit card. Uh, they've now stated and this, that they're and this no is because Yeah, this is because, I mean, I'm not trying to cut you off here, but I think, you know, like the, the uh, Walmart, for example, for a long time famously tried to be their own bank, um, you know, and they were blocked. Mm-hmm. And so this is one of the things that's going on. If, 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 we, if the NRA, for example, wanted to start their own bank to do things with, uh, to do pro-gun things and all that, it would be an incredibly difficult thing to do. The Walmart couldn't do it, so... Well, you know. it's just it's standard practice. You know, if you take a look at like – so when I was doing this research, I looked into co-branded credit cards and how often they're used. Apparently, it's a smart move for the bank because co-branded credit cards end up being used something like 30-plus percent more often than non-branded credit cards and usually at the retailer. So there's a heavy incentive for you know the retailer to offer that. Uh, on one front, sales, the other front being the like residual income from the card, whatever that agreement might be, because I couldn't find any info about that. So if anybody knows how that works, you know, you guys can email me, Patrick at FirearmRack.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that came last night. Uh, and then after that went live, I came across another company that had ended its discount program for the NRA, and that was uh, Wyndham rewards of okay. uh, Wyndham Hotels. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull up my list here. So, yeah, I've, I've definitely heard of Wyndham Rewards. So, um, Yeah, so they, they pulled it. Uh, Hertz pulled support today. Uh, I'm just going to read off the list because I can't recall who all I've said so far. Uh, but Hertz, Avis, Budget, uh, LifeLock, Simply Safe, Teladoc, North American Moving Services, uh, National Rental Car, Alamo Rental Car, Allied, uh, MetLife, Norton Enterprise, First National Bank, and uh, most importantly, Chubb. Okay. So um, Chubb is the company that underwrites the NRA Carry Guard insurance. Wow. And okay. I don't know if – so I found a couple different stories out there. Reuters is saying that they've served a three-month notice to the NRA that they're no longer going to underwrite it. And I found another source that said that three months ago they served notice that they were no longer going to underwrite it per the contract. So I don't know which one's accurate, and I can't like, – I haven't been able to get a hold of anybody yet. Right. So, yeah. like. So that means that that whole carry guard program basically is null and void then so I don't far know. at this moment unless they find another someone else to underwrite it. So – and I don't know what the terms of the contract are. I don't know if they have to serve a six-month notice and they you know, served that notice three months ago or if it's a 12-month notice and it was three months mm-hmm. ago that they served it. Um, or, or are they telling them, hey, three months from now, we're no longer going to underwrite, underwrite this insurance program? So I'm not really certain, um, you know, what the health of the carry yeah. program is. You know, you know what I could tell you? I don't see how in America – We've sat back and let this kind of crap happen. This how I can tell you how, exactly how is how this different? How is this different from segregation? Yeah, I can tell you exactly how this this happened. It's it's the infighting. It's the I hate NRA. 
let's only support this other uh, you know organization. Like I'm 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 mad about the NRA too, and I've had a lot of time to think about this. I spent like three hours last night doing nothing but sitting in my office thinking about how I wanted to approach the NRA situation. And I still haven't come to a conclusion about how I want to approach it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I'm mad at them. I'm mad that they didn't stand up for our rights. I really, really am. I'm, I'm furious that they continue to compromise. Just as mad as, uh, as Tim, just as mad as you are, just as mad as a lot of the guys out there are. But, mm-hmm. like, we are becoming divided because we feel like somebody's not being extreme enough or we feel like that they've, you know, bargained our rights or we feel like this group is better. And we see it all the time within the gun community. Well, got- I, don't, I don't think it's only that. I'll tell you, I don't think it's only that. I think it's also that they won't even talk to us. As no, far well, as they're concerned, they don't have to have conversations with us. Well, and if you don't have to talk to me, I also don't have to talk for you. No, no, no. Right. I, I, get, I get that. But like, that's, that's kind of looping back into the, 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 the kind of infighting uh, point I'm making. So we've got gun, ownership, uh, gun, gun owners as a whole are this hugely fractured group. You've got a large portion of gun owners that do nothing. They don't talk about guns. They don't care about guns. They just own one. They own it for home defense, for hunting, whatever, but they don't talk about gun rights. They don't talk about guns. They're not gun people. They just own one. Then you have gun people, and we're an immensely fractured group. Now you've got the anti-gun crowd, which is every single one of these companies is pulling support because of the anti-gun crowd. The anti-gun crowd is 100% cohesive. Like, they're sticking together. You got Brady patting every town on the back. Yeah, they're like uh, like parents with each other. (laughs) Listen, I'm all – look, I I know where you're coming from, okay? And, um, you know, I I agree with you. I think – People in the chat are saying uh, stop playing with poker chips, I think, to Patrick. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure what what, – I don't don't know what that means. Yeah, I have no idea what Patrick is playing with. But here's the thing. You know, I think that um, I think that we do need to stick together Um, on some level. We'll never have 100 percent cohesiveness with each other. We're we're never going to like all get along. And what I think is, is that if you have a huge group like the NRA that only gets our money, they only get our support. They only if you go back and look on my I've got close to 900 videos. If you go in there, you're going to find videos of me supporting the NRA. You know, and yes, I think that this is wrong and there's things that I'm trying to do about it. Ultimately, I think we need to have our own things. We need to have our like own banking systems and and insurance systems and all that kind of stuff. It's terrible that in America we're doing something and we're being discriminated against when we when we're doing something that's legal and covered by the Constitution. But when you have when you have people and companies like or organizations like the NRA, when they just don't give a crap about you know how we see things and they're just like no this is what we're going to do we're going to negotiate and do these things and make this kind of stuff happen without you then ultimately even though they're going to suffer a little bit well hey i mean i personally believe they should suffer a lot well okay yeah but all right and this is something that i thought about at length last night like i said um i i feel like the the suffering that we're seeing the nra going through right now ultimately is going to affect us whether or not we support the NRA. How, how do you think it's going to affect us? They are the absolute largest gun lobby group. Like, I understand guns owner, uh, gun owners of America, like, they do a ton of great stuff. But if we're losing, like, the big behemoth in the room, if, you, if you're, it, it, it's, it's like going into a bar fight, man. Like, if, yeah. if you're... But how, well, do, so how, how do they lobby? How do they lobby? Hold on, hold on. Okay. 
Now, let's 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 kind of put this in context. This is like getting into a street brawl with mm-hmm. the the next block that doesn't like you. We'll call the next block the anti gunners, and you live on the 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 pro gun side, right? And you've got this big six foot nine like giant of a man that's as tall as uh, you know Hickok, but built like freaking I I, I, don't, I don't I don't know whoever, like a giant dude. The second he goes down, like you are now are at a huge disadvantage if they're all big giant dudes. Does that make sense? Like I, I feel like if we're taking out, you know, taking out our biggest uh, pool of money to lobby uh, pro gun you know, politicians, like that's a disservice to us as as a whole. I agree with that entirely. Like, like my thing is, I tell people I support the NRA, and that I, I support it in the fact that we're. On some level, there's a membership of people saying that we agree on some level, whether it's whatever the number is, five, ten million strong. At least we're saying that we have a group and we are on some level together instead of just being random. Right. Well, I think I agree. I, I agree with it on the level of the people. But what I don't agree with is if we all chose, I'm going to I'm going to say that in air quotes, if we chose these people to speak for us as a group. And then they go in and make their own kind of deals and they don't really give a damn what we think. They're not that different from the anti-gun people. They're, so, they're, okay. you know, that's the way that I think about it. And we're still the group. So we can still do something and we can still fund organizations, not just the GOA. We could fund any organization to, to go in there and lobby on our behalf. But we don't need to have ones that already have preconceived notions of what they're willing to give up. Right. We're, we're talking about the NRA here like it's an entity that's got a mind of its own. Like there <laughs> are people in the NRA that are doing dumb shit. Like, yeah, I, but I, 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 I would rather see uh, yeah, I would rather see a social media guys get involved. Find people they, who they, believe they don't they, they don't want in us involved rights. in the NRA. They don't, don't want us involved they in the want. NRA. I don't care. But we see the, the, the difference I think here is that I'm, I'm I'm convinced that we can't do anything to change what's going on in the NRA, man. So I've, I've had lots of people come on. I've looked into it myself. The, the, the corporate stru- the way they've structured everything at the NRA, we can we cannot change or affect anything. Wayne LaPierre is there for life. We can't do he's no he's no different from Putin. <laughs> I, I am not going to disagree with you there. Um, so then what's the point? I, what I is feel the point? like there, there has got to be something that we can do to fix the organization rather than just tear it down. We, we, we can, we, I don't want to tear it down, but we can't take it over. We can't get them to change. We can't get them to listen to us. You know, if you, if you really, that's, that's what's got me riled up and what's got a military arms channel riled up and yeah. the people out here riled up. No, 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 no. And I get that. And, and I get that there are some longstanding members of the board. There are some longstanding people who are involved heavily with the NRA that want nothing to do with new blood helping the, the organization grow and evolve with the times you know they're, they're yeah. stuck in this obama era mentality where it's oh my god they're going to take away your guns every time you guys open up a piece of nra mail it is some garbage sensationalistic bullshit that's stuffed into that envelope every time you can't you okay so did you go to the nra show last year and um i did in atlanta you okay saw, you, you and i saw each other okay so did you vote did you go to vote for? The I, no, board? I wasn't a. I, I was a two or three year member at the time, okay. something like that. So I let my membership lapse. Okay, so when the Gun Collective was having their panel, and then they had, you know, um, they had Adam Kraut on, in there, the panel and everything, and a whole bunch I'm, of other guys. I'm, I'm aware of what happened. Yeah. So 
there's things that the NRA did and conversations I had with people from the NRA that were in the crowd. And when they realized what we were up to, they went off and told everyone else. They came and shut that thing. The whole way that that runs reminds me of something. I used to be a teamster in New York City. Basically, the teamsters are all gangsters. It's the mafia. okay? and and they can completely 100 percent control that thing. I know it for a fact. I saw it. I lived it every day. And that's exactly what the NRA is. And, and we're wasting our time trying to convince these people to even to even see the light of what we're saying. It's, it's a complete and utter waste of time. We have to do something else. I'm not I'm not wishing that, you know, I'm not wishing horrible things happen to them and their family or anything like that. But they you know, they brought this, I believe, on themselves. No, no. And 100%. I agree. And I, the, the people that are acting a fool have brought this on themselves, not the organization as a whole. I, yeah, I still not the, not the name is. of the organization, but the organization's run by the people. Yes. I still believe that there is good bones there. I believe there are still good people within the NRA that can help affect change. And, and, how, and like, long do you think, how, how long do you think it would take for us to change the NRA? And do you think by the know. time we are able to do that, that we will have any semblance of a Second Amendment left? I don't know. I don't have that information. Yeah. I, well, I, 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 I don't think so. I'm diving into this deeply. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. No, listen, I don't listen. I, I think we've had this conversation before. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I value your opinion. You know, you, you bring uh, things to us. You bring things to the table and it's worth thinking about and discussing and all of that. Um, but but yeah, still, um, I, don't, I don't see I don't see any daylight with the NRA. I'm just telling you, they're not they're not willing the way that they deal with things. I've done pro I've had pro NRA conversations and all that kind of stuff. And then if they're like. You know, if I even throw up something with an NRA logo on it, they're like, oh, hell no, you can't do that. Pull it down. I get the legal reasons and I've done it. That's the only time that they pay attention to what we say. And what we do, that's that that to me means that you're wasting your time. And I would rather take whatever life and energy I have left and try to do something to make sure that my children and my grandchildren can enjoy what their Second Amendment is, mostly because, like you, I've been outside of America and I know how fucked up it is out there. I, you know? I, I, I mean, the, the only time I've been outside of America is on vacation. Oh, okay. So. Well, <laughs> I mean, all right. I, I, I know I've been outside of America and I've lived outside of America. I was born in a place that has completely lost anything resembling um, a Second Amendment, if they ever had one. And it's a horrible, terrible thing. And I hate to see that happen in America. That's not the reason why I'm living here. I'm living here for freedom and freedom is connected to this. And these guys are playing around with it. And it tells me they don't care. If you look at Wayne LaPierre, he can't, he just they might as well have just pumped him up with with drugs or whatever and rolled him out there and coached him up on a speech and then have him say something. Exactly. It's entirely possible that could have happened too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, you know, I, I mean, we could talk about this forever and ever, man. But I just really, I don't know. I, I don't agree with what's happening to them from the companies. I don't agree with that at all. I don't think that should happen. Look, as you know, that happened here, at Big Daddy Guns, right? You know, the the local radio station here. We we're a local gun store. We advertise on the radio station. I've done some of the advertising. And um, then they decided, like, we've we've got a line in there where we say we're blowing away the competition. Right. Something to do with guns. We said it, you know, we had we had a sound effect in there that was an explosion. Then they came back and told us, you know what, in light of everything happening, you got to take that out. You can't have an explosion and all that. And we were like, okay, guys, we we don't want to advertise with you. 
<laughs> I mean, and that's that's way to go. Probably, probably the right call. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, but I, I mean, you know, getting back to the company's polling support, um, you know, I, I, I think it's really, really sad because on one hand, we've got the pro-gun people saying, serve some rights, and, like, I don't think that's the right sentiment to take. I think the, the takeaway from this needs to be, like, this isn't our side doing this. This is a bunch of, like, dudes sitting behind a computer, you know, men and women sitting behind a computer and just destroying the Twitter feeds and inboxes of people within those companies that are anti-gun. So, like, while some people are looking at this like it's a win, it is the biggest loss we've had in a while. I, I think I understand that, and I think maybe it's, it is a loss, and it's also a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call that we should wake the hell up and, and, and never have to rely on any of those companies again because it doesn't matter what we do from this point. They are not going to stop doing that. Okay, we've we've passed the we've gone over the threshold on that. Yeah, those, yeah. those people are never going to stop doing that thing. And what we have to do is get together and do our own thing and take care of each other. And what I'm saying to you is right now, I don't see an NRA that's willing to really be part of that, except they'll be totally happy for you and I to say, oh, the NRA is awesome. Let's keep let's go back to giving them our money and our support and then not give a shit about, you know, what we what we have going on here. I saw Wayne LaPierre said that they that they support the machine gun ban. Yet I, I can watch a lot of NRA TV shows, including the ones that Noir puts out with him shooting full auto. Yep, exactly. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, I, I've like reached the point where I don't care anymore about them. I do care about what those companies are doing and my solution to it, just like what's happening with YouTube, that directly affects me. I'm doing something about it. Uh, there's companies that are doing something about it and I'm working with them. That's what we need to keep doing. We need to keep going in that direction. The NRA is not the only game. If they want to survive, and by the way, they, they've got lots of money, they're gonna, they're gonna be okay. They're gonna survive. But if they really want to do something about it, it's up to them to come to us. And if they don't care, then let them just go about their business and do what they have to do. I have a great point. Uh, like, like us as a community. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Patrick. No, no, go, no, no, no go ahead, Nathan. You say what you had to say. Yeah. You know, I think us as a, a gun community, like we, we see that a lot. Like you see them, like they'd rather give, um, you know, like say the NRA $10 million than support. You know, you can have a group like us where we've got an outreach of like 15 20,000 and they'd rather give it to them to go advocate for them. We're all trying to advocate together. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't get behind you or I, you know, there's a lot of companies that, that do, but then there's also so many companies that would rather go out and give $500,000 to the NRA thinking that's doing something for us when it's not. Agreed. Good point. Yeah, I think that that's how they pacify us. I don't think because they're not paying attention to what's happening. I think if those companies started paying attention to what's happening, they would go, wait a second. You know, it's not to say that they would defund the NRA altogether. But, yeah, if you have 10 million, you can say, you know what, why don't we give them a million? But there's nine other organizations out there that we can also give a million to. You know, but at the end, they could do whatever the hell they want with their money. I I am sick and tired of waiting or depending on them to do anything. We sh we could do it ourselves. And part of that is like, you know. When, when stuff like this happens to the NRA, I am not going to be out there supporting them because I've done it in the past. And it didn't matter. It does not matter to them now. You know, what they're going to do is use all of this now to, to make more money, to get people to feel sorry for them. And when they get that money, they're still going to fly around on the jets and Did stay in the expensive the, uh, rooms. 
I'm sorry. What? Did you no. try the uh, NRA simulator at all? Did you try that? The carry guard simulator? No. Um, basically, I'll tell people what it was. When I was at the NRA carry guard expo, they had it at SHOT Show too, I believe. And uh, it's basically they put you on the simulator and then you're in a convenience store and a guy walks in and he waves around a gun and, you know, you shoot it. And then they have the attendant uh, when you're on the VR goggles, he puts your hand behind your back and then it's the NRA you know, then you're in the back of a squad car. It's it's all very short, you know, like clip scene kind of. Okay. You find yourself in an interrogation room and it's talking about, did you know the family of that victim can sue you? Blah, blah, blah. And then it goes right into the cutaway of a guy going, buy NRA carry guard insurance. I'm like, that wasn't a self-defense, uh, <laughs> you know, simulator at all. It was an advertisement. Yeah, good point. And, and look, <laughs> I remember what they did last year in Atlanta, um, to the USCC. Do you guys remember that? I do. Yeah, guard. that was guard, wasn't it? The, the NRA uh, revoked the uh, USCCA's booth privileges like last minute. Yeah. Uh, how, how did they feel about that? How did the NRA I, I, feel about that? How did the NRA feel about? It? I'm, I'm sure yeah. that they were pleased that they didn't have a competitor in the building. No, it was bullshit. It was a, it was a really really bad decision on the NRA's part. Like it was it was yeah. garbage. Like I I. I that's See, one from thing a that, like, consumer standpoint, I feel the same way about USCCA as I kind of do about the NRA spam. As I get emails from Tim Schmidt at USCCA.com, it'll be like, buy USCCA or your family's going to get murdered. You know, and I'm like, what? That's not even a good sales pitch. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a proven model. It is. Yeah. It's the tribal yeah. marketing. Uh, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to uh, defend them at all or whatever. I have invited them to come on the show. They're still willing to do it. The NRA is willing to come on here if they gave a crap. You know, what I think is that, you know, look at what they're going up against. The NRA is a behemoth. It's so big that it can disinvite this company that it was inviting to the show because they decided to put out their own thing, the carry guard. And they're like, fuck these guys. And they disinvited them from the show. Where was the gun? Where was their sense of gun community at that time? Those executives that made that decision, where did they go? You know what? We really can't do these. This is these gun guys. You know, we can't do this to them. They've been coming here all these years. I know we're doing our thing. It's our show. We'll be all right. No, they said, fuck that. You guys are disinvited. Don't come to the show. That's why the U.S. is out there pimping it hard, man. You can't be surprised now. They put them out. They put them out of the house, right? If you you put your kid out of the house and then your kid is out there selling themselves to to get food and all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, some of that you got to think about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and the thing is, NRA rested on their laurels. USCCA came in with modern, you know, let's just call it 21st century marketing techniques, making people feel like they belong. That's his whole goal, the whole tribal marketing thing. And it's it's genius. It works. You know, and that's NRA thinks that if they just steal that model that they can just, uh, you know, the carry guard was going to work. And now, look, they're underwrite, cut them out and they have nothing. And somebody in the chat, by the way, when Patrick was talking about it, said the Washington Post article said it was three months ago. They notified them that their underwrite was going to be gone. Okay. Yeah, I saw the same thing on like insurance information, not net or something. But uh, uh, Reuters is just reporting they gave three months notice. Okay. Yeah. So this is, I, I listen, this, I don't think this is an easy thing. I know it's distressing to some people. It's distressing to some people that I've known for a long time and it's a really tough deal. And I get where you guys are coming from, but I'm, I'm kind of like, I've been trying to deal with the NRA for a long time. And, you know, I'm not saying that they should pay attention to me. I'm just like a lowly YouTube guy. Alan Noir too. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. on the way up. 
Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, is that, you know, because I see it from the inside angle of how they look at things, I realize that to me, I realize that we're really, we, we, we can't, we'll never get these guys back. We'll, we'll never get them to come back over. They've got too much money. You know, they're too my invested in this. Gary was on our side. It was just, you know, being, uh, like I said, in my family, it was one of those things where like, go out, become a lifetime member, you know, get a 12 gauge, go hunting at, you know, 12 years old. That was just, you know, part of uh, being American, I guess. And now you look at it, it's like, I don't, I, I, agree, I agree with somebody who said you should pay yearly in the chat. They said you should pay for all these companies every year. And then when you don't like that advocacy group, just go find a different one. Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. That is a good thing. That's what I do. Um, and then that's what leads them to where they only give a crap about you. If that's all they care about, they only they only care to talk to you when they want to get money. But if they were doing a good job, they would not do that. They would not want they would not wait until they want money from you to talk to you before they before they do things before the NRA decided that they were going to support Trump. They never had a conversation with their members. They never say, you know, what do you guys think about this? We got all these different guys out there that are pro-gun. What do you guys think? Who do you think we should go for? They went for Trump. They made that decision. They never asked us about that. They just made that decision. Well, you kind of said it, though, on your show, one of your shows this week. There's no way in hell I was voting for Hillary, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But at that point, at that point in the primaries, there were, there were, you know, there was options. There's things that they there's there's options that we had. And it's too late now. I'm not trying to go back and redo that. Oh, yeah, we got we Trump. Had, I would yeah. rather I would rather have Trump than Hillary. Fine. OK, but that doesn't mean the next time around I can't try to do something about it and get someone better in there. You know, because Trump has totally gone backwards. The NRA like the NRA opened this door. <laughs> Trump went in there and now he's doing extra shit. And now they're trying to pull him back. And they, you don't have any reins over a man that's already in the White House what can you tell him to do you can't tell him shit so you can't pull back what you already did it's too late you know all i want is our hearing protection act right now i'm still waiting for that to pop up where's this where's this hearing protection act we were supposed to no, i'm waiting for national reciprocity where's that yeah, okay guys go. if you keep waiting if you keep waiting your grandchildren will be waiting <laughs> and they won't they won't have any guns well, that's why we're speaking out now yeah, because I'm going to tell you that all that governors around the country are starting to come up with the same shit. The governor of Florida is is towing that line. That's the Republican line. That's what it was way back when the NRA was pushing this. Republicans were telling them, listen, we want some kind of gun control. Give us an opening. You're the NRA. Give us an opening. They're like, oh, OK, OK, we'll give you an opening. You know what? Go, go, go for the bump stocks. Bump stocks, you know, but we're, we were never for machine guns. So we're we're definitely not for anything. They're not just going to take out the bump stocks. And then you hear you heard Trump come out and say it. These guys are waiting to create an opening. They were preparing us for the slaughter. <laughs> we're there now. We're in that shoot going into the slaughter. If you're in that shoot, what the hell do you do about it? It's too late now. You're in there. You know, you know the problem I have with it all is, is like, you know, they're going to make laws against it, but they're not going to create any basis of how they're going to rate the fire of anything you know they're not going to take every gun through the atf process when they approve these firearms and wait, say, wait, okay, wait. Oh, yes, they will. yes they will you think they will really yeah. slow yeah. like fuck guns one shot a second of course of course if you if you had police officers sitting outside of a school while children were being murdered for four minutes and their solution to deal with this is to go after the guns if they if they if they regulate anything that has to do with the rate of fire 
Do you think they're going to make it like one second or do you think they're going to want to make it an hour or a half an hour? And what side of that scale either. do you think they're going to be looking at? You know, they're not going to take an A. That's exactly what I'm saying. They're not going to take an AR-15 and see how fast they can shoot it. They're just going to say, well, this is how deem, how fast we deem it should go, like a car. I can buy a Bugatti Veyron that's going to go 200 and some miles an hour, but I'm not allowed to do that unless I'm on a track, you know, on that yeah. same, same And, and what, do you, what do you think they're going to do about all the millions of them that already exist? Uh, uh, Patrick, do you know how many million ARs already exist, AR-15s? No, I don't. Yeah, I mean, so, and what are they going to do about the ones that already exist out there? What are they going to do about the Geisley triggers and the binary triggers? I don't triggers? know, but I think I saw on the news yesterday, they said something about there's like 4 million lowers, but I think I think they were saying lowers because it couldn't have been assembled yeah. AR-15. They said there's like yeah. 4 million in the distribution pipeline right. right now waiting to sell, so. Yeah, and let me ask you this. If they come out with a law saying that you cannot modify the rate of fire of a firearm and you have a lower... You just have a paperweight, my friend. That doesn't even make sense anymore. What's yeah. the point of any of it at that point? Because you have a lower. You can't put a trigger in there, and you can't decide what rate of fire it is. You just have a paperweight. Think yeah. about that. That's what everyone who's going out there, like, oh, I'm going to buy all the lowers. I'm going to buy all the ARs that I want. Think about like what we're actually saying here, and that by the time these guys, right now, they've decided they're going to write these laws, okay? They've decided they're going to do it. It's coming at us when they're actually writing these laws and putting things in there. And the Democrats that are no different from Republicans are all there talking to them. The language that's going to go into these things. You think that you're OK because you're going to be grandfathered in. You're not. You're not OK. Because what what do you think they're going to do about all the millions of things that already exist out there? Well, like Max said, the hopefully laws. it never comes back to that. Hopefully it never comes to that. <laughs> yeah, what, what were you saying, Patrick? Yeah, it's just going to be subject to the same laws. You know, it's going to be no different than what happens in California and you know plenty of other places where there's no grandfather clause. Um, yeah. No, I do want yeah. to. Uh, yeah, I mean, and and we know all of this is happening. So, like, I wanted to bring something up earlier, but I had to get off of the chat and go okay. get the package. But. Um, Oh, that's why you were being quiet? <laughs> yeah, man, uh, I got the ammo in for my uh, yeah. K. Bruno that's uh, in for review. Um, okay. I, I, want, I want to be clear. Like, I, I'm, I know that I have not been as outspoken and fire and brimstone as some in regards to the NRA. Um, I'm not an apologist. I don't have any ties and or stake in the NRA. I don't really, like, give a crap what happens uh, in terms of Who's the big fish? Like, I just want the big fish in the pond to, like, look out for gun rights. Um, what I am terrified about is the timing of all of this. We have people coming after our gun rights at a, at a rate that we haven't seen in a really long time. We've got a Republican president that is catering to the anti-gun crowd. He is nothing more than a Republican in the name only. Uh, you know, so like being like all I'm trying to make a point of here is that like right now is probably the worst time for us to be divided. Like if we wanted to go ahead and take the NRA on a year ago, fuck man, I'm in. Like yeah. all, balls deep. Yeah. No, I understand where you're coming from, and honestly, what I think about it is that you like we're in the stages of grief here, right? Or or like the stages of acceptance that something. Things happened. And I think that you're in an earlier stage than than some of us or most of us 
because we've been, you know, looking at it, like you said, for a lot longer and trying to do things and, and get these guys attention. Oh, dude, so, you're, you're, you, yeah. you, you act as though I'm new to the industry. Like I've, I've been, no, I don't know. Like, I, don't, I, I can't be outspoken about it. I couldn't be, be outspoken about it for years. And like, no. it pissed me off a lot. Like watching all of this happen and me not being able to use the platform that I was on to talk about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was maddening. Like I was furious about a lot of the things that have been happening. Yeah. And so that's what's happening to us. Like we were furious, but we were talking about it. And what's happening now is that, you know, because we've been going through that, that's why we, that's why we're like, we're at this stage where we we feel this way. And, And I agree with you. I understand it, man. But honestly, what we need to do at this point is we need to go out and fight all these things. And if they're going to do things to us and we don't have recourse in the courts to say, if, if, a, if a gay couple can force a baker to make a cake for their, for their wedding, but we can't force YouTube to let us do videos about something that's protected by the Constitution that's not hurting anyone, that doesn't depict us hurting anyone, but video games could get on there, then what the hell, man? That's that's yeah, the thing. That's how I feel. So the, the example you just gave is a beautiful example of what we're going up against. Like we we are the black sheep right now. We absolutely are, and the fact that we are dividing ourselves is literally what the left wants. It's literally what the anti gunners want, man. Like we are playing into their hand. One hundred percent agree to Patrick on that. We gotta okay. all be unified. I think we should be like, unified. I agree check, with check that we should like, be unified. I, I, want, but. I want to get past this initial push for gun control. I want to get past this initial you know, push for gun control. And I will stand right next to you and Tim and, you know, and walk into the fucking NRA headquarters and tell them they are assholes and they need to fucking stop. Like, I'll okay, be glad you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, man. If, if, the NR, if anyone from the NRA that's, that's, that's um, from anyone from Wayne LaPierre down to Colin Noir – gets out there publicly and say that they fucked up, okay, when they open this door, if anyone does it, if Wayne LaPierre, Chris Cox, if Dana Loesch or, 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 or Colin Noir gets out there and say that they fucked up, I'm with you. If not, fuck that. I, I mean, I think, like I said, man, like I'm, I'm terrified about the timing of all of this. I'm, I'm terrified that – the NRA, who has a large member support that doesn't watch YouTube, that doesn't watch Tim, doesn't watch me, doesn't watch you. They're not even aware of this fight right now. Um, they're not, but they're not scared. They're not scared, man. They're, they're living in, in, in they're living in the lap of luxury. They're not really scared. We're scared for them. I'm not talking about the NRA, Hank. Hank, just if you, if you will. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the NRA. I'm talking about mom and pop sitting at home that, that are hunters that okay. join the NRA for you know the, the, the life insurance, whatever whatever reason they join the NRA, whatever they're writing that check for, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. These are these are people like you, me, everyone in the chat. These people don't even know this damn fight's going on. And we have a small group of gun owners. Like we we are a large group of gun owners, but we are in if you look at the whole pie, we're a tiny piece. So here's here's the thing. So you said they don't know this fight is going on. So this thing happened and, and, and I understand like it, how tragic it is and how it makes people, it brings people to action. This thing that happened in the school, um, what happened in Vegas, how come the NRA can send a representative to CNN to be set up and, and to be lambasted and abused, okay? And verbally, verbally stoned. And the NRA that knows that we're having this conversation, they cannot create a forum and say, hey guys, 
I see that some of you don't agree with us. We shouldn't be fighting. Let's all sit down and talk. How come they can go to CNN, but they can't come to us, the ones who send our money to them? I'm not going to disagree with you here. Like, yes, they are fucking up in terms of our rights. They are absolutely screwing us. I'm not going to dispute that. But yes, there should be some major changes in how they handle the – you know, the gun right organization. But, dude, like what, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying is there are millions of people that are writing the checks, uh, writing checks to the NRA, some of them large checks, that don't even know that this dialogue is happening about why some gun owners are upset. There are, are gun owners that are mem- NRA members that I guarantee you don't even care about this conversation. Oh, yeah, there's lots of them that will just blindly write a check and then go, well, they're working in my best interest because that's what they do. I agree with that. Yeah. So then that's sad. I, it, I mean, it, I, it I think I, that's my, a sad my point. point is, my, my point here is giant group of people that send money into the NRA, that that money can be used to get politicians elected that are going to oppose gun control, uh, you know. It was, uh, laws or whatever they're going to lobby whatever the fuck the NRA does with the money I don't I don't know don't care mm-hmm. like whatever they do with the money this is this is money that can't be diverted to GOA because they don't even know so I, I don't know maybe maybe we need to like stop attacking the NRA to get those views and clicks and thumbs ups and, and bullshit because I don't give a fuck about that I care about my gun rights mm-hmm. well the reason well, why the reason why around eggs. Yeah. The reason why I'm putting what I'm putting out there is because I want to make people aware of it. I think there's a certain there's certain people that listen to me. Everyone, you know, audiences out there identify with whoever they want to. And I'm trying to put those things out there. And what I'm trying to do, like I've been saying for a long time that I, I started doing this thing that I do right now so that I can give other people a platform. That's why I invited these guys from Canic Fanatic to come on because I wanted to give them a platform to do what they're doing, what they're talking about. I know it's small and all I'm trying to do is, is create a little spark in the forest that maybe will get into a fire somehow. But I think we need to do more of that in order to let people know. And yeah, we don't need to focus on them as much. All, all, all I'm saying is, okay, prior to the Florida shooting, like mm-hmm. th- that was this this conversation was 100 percent on on board, like I'm on board with the timing and all that stuff. But with the current direction that things are going um, like it, it, it's this right now saying, you know, defund the NRA is no different than walking into a damn movie theater and screaming fire. OK, it's doing nothing but causing confusion among people in, in like. it's just as damaging, I should say. It's not the same thing. It's just as damaging as walking into a movie theater and screaming fire. Um, Like, I think that we, we as a community, probably need to call a truce for the time being. And like I said, I am just as pissed at the NRA as you guys are. Yeah, but but I'm just a much more reserved person. You cannot have a one-way truce. (laughs) You can't have a one-way truce. You can't have a one-way truce. Holy fuck. Where are it's they? Nice. Where are they saying that they want a truce? Where? Where is that? Dude, it's, it, 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 it's not about a, 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 you know who does what. It, it's that we are solidified as a gun owner community, as a community of gun owners. We are all talking about let's probably not pass any more stupid laws, y'all. Like now, I'm all for attacking the NRA for their dumbass stance on bump stocks. Like I, I mean, like I'm all for attacking them on you know like supporting dumb shit, like machine gun bans, bump stocks, whatever the hell else they've done. Like I'm right. all for that. But like, 
I think that we as a whole, it's, it's irresponsible right now to start you know, throwing stones within our community. It's, it's, it's insane. Okay, I, I, I see what cigarette. you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Listen, I see what you're saying. I take that for what it is, okay? And I understand that. I'm, I'm not I, – I honestly would rather big up other people out there that are doing things. I would rather big up Canic Fanatic. I would rather, you know, do the things that I'm, that I'm trying to do behind the scenes, all the things that I'm working on. I, I'm, I'm, I'm literally – like, if I'm awake, I'm working right now. I don't know if people really understand that. Like, I'm working to build a platform like YouTube for not just gun guys – but for everyone who believes, who thinks the way that we do and is suffering under the bullshit that YouTube is doing. I'm working on that every day, man. I get up, I leave my house, I come in here, we work on it, we have meetings, we do all this, we, we do all the different things that we do, and then I still get on air and, then, and, and do the things that I'm doing here. And I encourage everyone to do that, to work on other things. That's how you create a solution. No one's gonna save you. There's no president, no organization, <laughs> not your neighbor. There's no one in the world that's gonna save you. You have to save yourself and get out there and do things like this. I think we have to like big up other people. That's what I really believe in. That's why I'm doing this. start the conversation always. Right, exactly. And that's why I don't just come on here and just talk by myself and talk to people. That's why I have you on, Patrick. I, I want to help you out because I believe you deserve a voice. If you don't think so, like I fight with the people who support me. I fight with them over this stuff when they're like, oh, you know, well, what's up with the Patrick guy? And I'm like, hey, I want Patrick on here. I want him to have a voice. No matter what I, I, cost I have a voice, Hank. Yeah, but I and I want to have a part in you having a voice and other people having a voice. That's what I'm saying to you. I agree with what you're saying that we're split. I've been suffering under that in this gun community for the entire time that I've been in the gun community with lots of people who refuse to like help me have a voice and help other people have a voice. And instead of, you know, I could be mad about it and all that kind of stuff, but what I'm doing is this. So I, I understand what you're saying, but I am doing this and I think other people are doing things. I think these guys are doing things. I think we're out here trying to do it. Obviously, this is the subject like people I, and even the folks out there who are watching this and listening to this, who who spend two hours of their evening when they're home instead of like watching some TV show or whatever it is, they're here. We're tr I'm trying to give them a voice and talk about something that they need to talk about so they can work it out and get it out of their system and then even have these conversations that we're having so that they can see it happening. And Hank Strange does a great job at that, everyone. I, as, a, as a watcher, I'd say he does a great job. If you'd ask me if I'd ever be on a Hank Strange go, uh, show like six months ago, I'd say no. And here I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome, man. Thanks for that. I you know, appreciate it. And I apologize for coming in uh, and, and getting irate and angry. Um, no. Because, uh, <laughs> it's kind of what I do. Yeah, uh, that's think, okay. That's okay. You know what? Let's take let's take the time that we have and talk about some other stuff then. Well, you know, I, think, I, mean, I think we need the Big Daddy Guns uh, advocacy group, the ban on band <laughs> group. You know, our goal is to put a ban on bands. That's our advocacy group. <laughs> is that your? Is that a new page that you guys have going? What are we going to say, Patrick? No, and I, I just wanted to kind of wrap up the uh, the whole NRA mm. nonsense talk. Uh, okay. So I'm going to propose the same thing to you. I'm going to do it right now um, on air, and I'm going to, I'm going to call uh, Tim, and I'm going to propose the same damn thing to him. Mm -hmm. Instead of continually attacking the NRA until we can get this shit settled, how about we just promote the GOA? Like, promote the GOA, talk about them, talk about the good they've done, and stop tearing down the NRA because they are going to – like, the, the left is going to end up using our words against us, 
It's going to drive a wedge between GOA members, NRA members, people that believe in what the NRA is doing, people that don't believe in it. I just don't want to freaking have this infighting okay. at this particular yeah. You know time. what, Patrick? You're making a lot of sense to me, man. So uh, listen, I'm, I'm absolutely fine with doing that. I'm awesome. absolutely fine with doing that. So, I mean, I can't obviously speak for Mac or whatever and, and, and no, all the and other guys so, out there. Yeah, but you know. I, I need to talk to him offline anyway, but that is a conversation mm-hmm. that I do want to have with him. Um, mm-hmm. But that, that is absolutely something that I think that as responsible gun owners, as responsible people that have a voice, we probably should be doing. Okay. I understand that, you know, and, and I'm, happy, I'm happy to do that, man. Now, if people bring up things that are going on, you know, We've got to obviously no, yeah. give our opinion yeah, on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. But I mean, this yeah. continual you know rhetoric is just like, yeah. like what what good what good's it doing? Like, I want to talk to. Yeah. No, I think we should we should do chat. the other things we need to do. We should do the other things we need to do. We should help the other people who are doing something about this. You know, we yeah. should help yeah, other no, people like, move forward. Sec- second I, challenge, I agree with that issue. Yeah. challenge, challenge, yeah. issue. Build it up. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. What was um, that? Second challenge I want to issue is everybody in the chat, go head on over to the GOA, join. Like I joined yesterday. I'm a life member of GOA. Go do it tomorrow. Go do it tonight. Go do it tomorrow. Do it for a year. It doesn't matter. Make a donation. Absolutely. And if you guys want to just do it for a year, I know there was people saying, you know, hey, do it for a year and go year by year. There's a link in my thing. I'm just trying to push it because it's 15 bucks. You know, if money is a thing, I, I would just still give them the 20 bucks. You know what I mean? It, it, it doesn't really matter. But if you want a link, if you want it to be easy, there's a link there. They, they told me that at this time, uh, 140 people have used that link. And I think that's a good thing. Um, I agree with what Patrick is saying. We should, do, you know, if if it's kind of that thing, like my dad said to me when I was younger, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything. So if you don't have anything good to say about these guys, don't say anything. But maybe say something about these guys over here if you have something good to say about them. And let's all figure out a way to keep fighting all this stuff that's coming at us. Um, we are going to need to put money together to fight these things. Yes. So on a happier topic, Canic Fanatics, let's, let's talk Canics. If you guys right. really, d- d- don't, don't drop one. <laughs> <laughs> no, Canics are fine. The, uh, the severe duty upgrade, if that's what you're referring to, is actually, is actually in response to SIG. You actually don't need it. It was just kind of like their response to make sure – if if something did happen and yeah, all kind of history changed, <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm, I'm not saying no. Uh, you were the guy who hit him with the mallet. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you want the severe yeah. 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 What did what did you guys think when um, Patrick, by the way, if you didn't know that, was out yeah. there hitting these things with hammers? What did, were you guys mad? Did you hate him? Did you curse him out because no, he's I here? Oh, you did. Okay. Well, I there's, no there's a lot more that. coming. Yeah, Sean doesn't no. look like he loves it. Sean didn't look. Sean, did oh you no, know? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, yeah. Okay. You know, since we're back on the subject of mechanics, can I give out? Can I give out a plug quick? Uh, one thing Absolutely. Was Please do. Clock guy two two six. Big shout out to him. He was in the Hank Strange show. He's awesome. Check out his channel. Um, another thing oh, yeah. is Red X. After we showed their uh, holster, for any of you guys that are out there watching right now, if you go to redxgear.com and the code is Strange two two three, you can go get a ten percent off a Red X gear holster. So. Yeah. For, for all the people watching right now, I got my my everyday carry holster. Oh, you know, not bad, not too not too shabby. I carry the SFL, by the way, big long slide. That's the that's the way to go for me. <laughs> you're not you're not trying to compensate Meg, well, for anything. I'm not trying to compensate no, no. for carrying a DA. 
No, yeah. I just didn't want to scratch the uh, I got the We the People paint job that I got done by uh, Overwatch Defense in South Carolina, I believe. And so I just had to switch it up for winter. You know, we got these big baggy clothes. Might as well take advantage of it. Yeah. What's the temperature where you are, Nathan? You're you're in Wisconsin. Oh, oh man, I don't know. It's been it's been cold. It's the warmer day to day, maybe like twenties or thirties, I'd say. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that's kinda wow, twenties or thirties, that's warmer. Yeah, I mean it could be warmer, I don't know. I mean it's it's one of those deals where it's like, yeah, that's warmer mm. for us. You know, it's either it's either really cold for me or really hot. So yeah. I'll, listen, I'll invite you guys in the in the winter times, you guys can come visit me a little bit. No, 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 don't say that because now my wife's watching and she's bugging me to move to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yes i just don't want them to take away my 30 round mag because that's all oh, you know absolutely my, my 30 absolutely. caliber magazine clips yeah and uh uh-huh. you know i don't i don't know if you know this but yesterday you were talking about with uh what was it we like shooting you were talking about how you guys like the interchangeability of magazines mm-hmm. i also carry a pt 111 taurus g2 you know pretty popular mm-hmm. gun but it uses the cannon mag so you can actually you know, yeah, that's I get it, man. I'm not a fan of this. Is this is uh, this is my Taurus OSS 24/7 return from a recall? So I just I just have to imagine it's another gun that I actually wanted. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to mute while I go vomit. <laughs> Taurus. Okay. Listen, go ahead, keep showing the people some guns. I'm, okay. They deserve oh, guns man. at this point. So, so one of the biggest controversies has been the uh, TP9SA from the Janik line. This is the one with the decocker that right. actually pulls the trigger. Right, so, and I actually had this. I actually had this. I don't anymore, full disclosure, I sold it, but go ahead. Okay. Right, so the the decocker is actually a non-issue, as you probably know. I mean, I, I, never, I, I never had issues with it. I mean, if you press it, it right. does it, but yeah. Right, I mean, yeah. I've seen the videos where people have drug them behind cars and all that crap. I, to me, this is an awesome range gun, um, but I do not carry this one. I. Even though the decocker doesn't bother me, I still, I yeah. just don't carry now, the essay. Yeah, as a principle, though, I am against decocking. I don't think anything should be decocked. You know, if you yeah, have your I, cock, you should be able to keep your cock, but go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I actually I actually prefer carrying the TP9DA decock. You know, like I'm old school. I like the, I like a double action decock. So I got that long trigger pull for the first shot. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So I do I do like a little bit of decock in there. You do yeah, like, I like the, obviously. <laughs> I like the long smooth pull of the first shot too, and then after that it's oh, right well. higher, so. <laughs> this evolved rapidly. <laughs> I think these guys have been watching this show. So oh, I got some stuff to show off as well. So I'm gonna Yeah, where's that. yeah, can we see you? Can we can I, you I'm on my up? phone, so I'm gonna jump out and jump back in uh, okay. reasonably quickly after I get yeah. the stuff out of the safe. Right. He's got a lot of canic and a mallet on us. And yeah, and one quick, one quick. I actually enough. don't own a. I don't own a canic, unfortunately. Oh, you don't. Oh, oh, okay. So, oh, you sent. You had to sit. That was when you were working for some other vivo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So he just on, owned the mallet. Yeah, he one, the gun. Right. Yeah. He. He. That mallet is famous now. <laughs> that that mallet, like, like I was saying, um, expect some more of that. Uh, I'm yeah. about to uh, say between this. This is for your viewers only. And if somebody finds this clip, then fine. But uh, I'm going to be heading up to a me, a friend in the industry shop and pulling out uh, 100, 120 guns. Uh, I'm going to bring prime cases for all of them. So about 200 prime cases. And I'm going to sit there be one all video? day long. No, this okay. is going to be over the next, like, a while. 
Because oh. it would be epic to see one video, but I know you can't do that practically. No, no, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I could do it. I could do it all in one video, but like when it comes down to it, I, when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, man, like so. Looking at it from the, the creator's perspective, like yes, if I come across something that is unsafe, then I'm absolutely going to push that out sooner rather than later. But the ones that are drop safe, like you know, people searching for, is the Glock 19 drop safe? Like uh, those are queries I want to capture. Okay, cool. And one quick thing while you're doing all the stuff that you're doing there, and since, Nathan, we were talking about Wisconsin, I was telling you off air, I wanted to announce for everyone that watches my channel, I always let people know who sponsors me and all that. So I actually have a new sponsor that's coming on board with the Hank Strange situation, and that's ATI Outdoors, which is based in Wisconsin. And Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. These are the guys that make gun stocks. You know, and they they do polymer, and I think they're they're nerds about polymer, and I look forward to like uh, I think you guys should already be aware of ATI Outdoors, but I look forward to bringing some fun stuff from you, fun nerdy stuff from them. Do, do we have uh, Wisconsinites in the chat? Is that what you're? I, I am a Wisconsinite. Yeah. Whereabouts in Wisconsin? Uh, I'm uh, southeastern Wisconsin, like Racine. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah. I spent a bunch of time as a kid up in East Troy. Oh, okay. I know where that is. Yeah. Beautiful lake there. I have only, have I ever even driven through Wisconsin? I think I, have I you can't really that. drive through Wisconsin. You have to yeah. avoid it, you know? Yeah. Armament and Axis said something I think is really funny. He says, we all know Kevin Dixie's HK is drop safe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought that was funny. I don't know if you guys know why, but when Kevin throws tantrums, you know, he does these kind of like, to me, they're pre-staged tantrums where he throws his guns around when he gets mad about stuff. Oh, man. Like, I, I, so I, I do the same thing, but only if like a gun hurts me. Uh-huh. Um, so if a gun hurts me, that motherfucker is getting launched. Oh, okay. Yeah. You get that old snake bite and you just throw it across the room. No, I so my P10C had that happen, um, and like I launched that at, at a steel target because I got my uh, thumb caught in the ejection port while I was clearing a malfunction. Oh, okay. So you know what? Okay, I've got another thing I'd like to talk about before we get off the air, and we've got plenty of time. So let me just remind everyone that's watching right now, please thumbs ups. I don't know how many thumbs ups we have and all that kind of stuff. You guys too, um, here in the chat. Patrick, Nathan, Sean, you guys can also thumbs up this video. I'm sure you, you also shared and all that kind of good oh, stuff. Yeah. But we need as much of that as we can. We're trying to grow the audience here. And, um, you know, we're definitely going to need that. So I always think, you know, we all have guns. I got guns behind me that we could talk about. Somebody said day. 132, I think. Yeah, 132. Okay, we should definitely have more thumbs ups. We need, we need a thousand. Yeah, Tell we should, everybody, come thumbs up it. Yeah, we should have more thumbs ups than that. We're going to show guns. I'm going to show this gun that um, we recently put together here. But, you know, I think everyone should have a flashlight. So I want to check and see. Don't even try to sneak off anywhere, Nathan. Sean, what flashlights do you guys have on you? Sean, I'm starting with you, dude. Oh, look, your phone. No, no, no. No. See, see, and I was totally going to bring a flashlight because I never know what Hank Strange is going to call people out on a watch, whatever. And then, right, right. And then, you know, I actually admittedly did not bring a weapon light with me. You I was didn't bring, bring the yeah. AR. 
Yeah, I, have, sure. I, have a, I have a really sweet one. I have the SNS Precision with the, uh, what is it, the Surefire Like. Sean is desperately that. looking for one. He's like, please. Me, I just got one like five feet away from No, me. Sean, no, that doesn't count, dude. It has to be right within your reach to count. Okay, let's do wrist watches. Let's do that since you brought it up. What I don't have wrist watches. I don't have wrist watches. That's why I said it fair. I'm Here's not. a flashlight I have reach. I'm not a drug lord. I don't need a wristwatch to like. Oh, grab it's like my, that. My, oh. my like. Oh, my oh well, I, I, have, I, I have 30 round mags. That's what I have. I have oh, 30 round there mags. Go. There you go. Okay. I'm not a drug lord either, but I'll throw up mine just so you guys can see. This is I, I can tell you're not a drug lord, by the way. What is, what is yeah. that, Hank? Um, this is a tag Hoyer. So there you go. So yeah. I usually yeah. collect Invictus. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, so there's you, a pretty you know, there's, guys, a, there's a pretty rock. There's like a really tough Invicta, right? There's like an indestructible Invicta. Yeah, I mean, there's like the Sabacos and stuff are pretty durable. Oh, okay. Divers and so forth. Okay, cool, cool. What were you gonna say, Nathan? <laughs> I was gonna say when when Hank Strange mentioned ATI, he does not mean like the 1911 22 ATI either. <laughs> no, no, but I do know those guys. They are you know they are friends of mine. But no, I was not talking. There's too many damn ATIs. Yeah. So, you know, that's I'm why gonna, we're trying. I'm going to make a joke video and I'm going to go to their shop or whatever. And I'm going to go there and be like, is this where they make all the video cards? Yeah. <laughs> is, is this ATI how, yeah. I don't know how nerdy people are out there and they're going to know about the ATI video cards, man. OK, so we were talking about watches. Patrick's getting ready to do his thing. I'm actually going to do a quick unboxing on here. So um, I got this Olite M2R Warrior. I believe it's like a 15, yeah, 1500 lumens right there. Check that out. And I've never opened it, and I'm going to open it right now. I am carrying an Olite. This is the uh, what M1 or H1R. This is like a uh, headband light kind of thing. But I like it because I do this. I could just put it on there like that when I get home and it's dark. So I'm going to open it. You know, Patrick likes to open shit. And fix stuff while we're talking. So while we guys are doing all this, I'm gonna actually open this up and get in there. Uh, wait, I think he dropped out again. So here we go. I'm gonna open up this box, see what's in here. Um, I would usually just do an unboxing video, guys, but you know, don't have time for that. So there we go. We open that up. That's what we got in there inside of that thing. And O lights are really nice too. If anyone doesn't know, if you're if you're wondering about O lights, they are yeah. solid lights. Yeah, they are. And, uh, you know, it's made in, in China or whatever, but, you know, I'm not going to hold that against them there. This is, I think, somewhere in like the hundred and thirty, hundred and forty dollar range. There's the light itself. Check it out. Oh, nice. nice. That's not that's I mean, you know, it's a bigger light than than what I was just showing. But for fifteen hundred lumens, a uh, lot bad. Let it's me see. Atomic theme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it comes with a pouch comes with a pouch in there. And let's see what's in the pouch. Now, one of the things I like about some Olights, and I'm not sure if this one's able to do it, is that they um, they do have magnetic charging, and this one should have it. It's got a lanyard. Let's see, got the lanyard in there. Oh, yep. So here's the uh, the USB charging cable. So you would plug this into a USB. See, there's the port, the USB thing. You plug it in, and then on the top of it here. This just magnetizes and clicks on there and charges up your light. So you can have this, like I already have one of these for that other light, the same thing. I've got one of these here in the office. So I could probably put this in my car or something like that. And if it was low, I could go in the car and do that. So um, I'm going to open this up. 
I don't know if you guys have anything else. You can you guys can show stuff while we're oh, you got to you no. have to take out that little yellow strip right there, I think, to activate the light. So I'm going to pull that out. For any of the canning people that don't have the magwell, there's 3D printed magwells by Applied Arsenal's finishes. They sell them through their Facebook, and they're working on the aluminum ones. I also use the uh, support hand grip assist by Scott Warren, who makes the uh, Warren Tactical Sights on Canics. It's actually a pretty neat product. It's about $22 and uh, has this weird rubber grip thing. And what it's designed to do is so you can put meat on your offhand. So it gives something for your offhand to actually grip into the gun. And it actually seems to help a lot for my last few range sessions since I've been trying it since shot. Okay, very cool. Sean, did you have something? We're still waiting for Patrick to come back. I was just going to bring back the uh, TP9SF Elite. Of course, we're we're anxiously awaiting the Elite Combat to hit the market. Um, I know yeah. you guys got to see it out at SHOT Show. Unfortunately, yeah. I didn't make it. But I got to say the TP9SF Elite is probably one of the most incredible triggers out of the box. One of the most accurate firearms I've ever shot uh, straight out of the box. So... I love this firearm, uh, aside from my V2 and uh, TP9DA, but TP9 has yeah, cool. absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the um, to the Combat Elite coming out, man. Look pretty cool, Chacha. By the way, here's the there's if you want to see the uh, crown of this thing. So, are you guys ready for this? Are you looking? I'm gonna blind my camera. It might not recover here. We got to make sure. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Holy cow, that, that wipes it out. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, that's like some amazing light right there, man. Keep that's shining cool. on the Big Daddy gun sign. Let's see how hot of a yeah, hot spot see. it has. Yeah, let's see right there. Whoa! Oh, wow. That's amazing that's right light. there, man. Yeah, that's just pretty, that's pretty badass right there. Wow, that's really good. And then I think uh, I'm going to hold it off to the side here. Let's see if it cycles through or if we, if we can click it into different modes. I don't know. I got to read the instructions on it, but there you go. And it, and it has a clip. So I guess you can clip it inside your pocket, all that kind of stuff. So I'll, I'll start carrying this and I'll let you guys know what I think about it. So, and you know, sad part is, is I'm a flashlight guy. You know, you got guys that buy lots of blades, you know, I, I buy like a $10 uh, knife and I'll buy like a $150 flashlight. And then I go on Hank Strange. And I don't have a flashlight. Yeah, man. <laughs> you mess. You should always have a flashlight on you at all times. At all times. What if you I, I, come across nothing fancy and he gear checks you? You should have two. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so then, then come across the watchers. and he gear checks me, I'm going to be upset that I ran, ran across nothing fancy. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. Come on now. <laughs> no, I just don't have that much time. Uh-huh. To go through no. your gear? Yeah. Did you hear that, Patrick? You don't have no, that much time? Good. Yeah, Nathan says you don't have that much time to go through your gear. No, no, no. He just—he's a long-winded man. Oh, okay. I've—I've I've never met him, so. Yeah, it looks like Sean wants to show us something. Yeah, What's Sean. Yeah, I don't know if you can see this or not. Hopefully, uh, looks like in my screen it's kind of getting blinded out. But anyway, Tejas Products has been making these uh, base plates now. You stick on base plates for the uh, for the TP9 magazines. That's a canic fanatic, but there's also a variety of other ones uh, besides the TP series, you know, flags and stuff. So we're starting to carry those on LimaCharlieUSA.com, our little uh, store site, canic fanatic store site. So yeah, I've been really happy with the Tejas products um, that we've been starting to sell. Okay, very cool, very cool. Um, and and just go ahead and tell folks out there while we have them right now how they can like find out all the different things from Canic Fanatic. Okay, so um, yeah, we have a, a blog, canicfanatic.com, and that'll also take you to our actual forum, which is technically canicdiscussions.com. 
Uh, join our Facebook page. We're over 8,000 strong. Just join us at Canic Fanatic on Facebook. Um, as far as the hats and shirts and everything we sell uh, for Canic Fanatic, we do that to help support the cost of the forum. And like I said, hopefully when we can start turning a profit, we can start actually sponsoring uh, um, uh, competition shooters like Frank the Tank and uh, Brandon Raider and some other great shooters out there, uh, some female shooters that are now uh, shooting canics and joining our group. So we're excited. Hopefully hopefully this year or next we'll be able to start sponsoring them uh, with the sell of our swag. Okay, cool. All right. And uh, Patrick, uh, did you have anything to add, Nathan? Oh, no, definitely. I say I was just okay. agreeing with them. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I messed up my camera. My camera's so good, right? Yeah, your camera's good. You look you look great on the uh, YouTube stream. Okay, cool. Okay, so so Patrick, what's up, man? Did you, did you get your stuff? Did Dude, you for whatever your... reason? Uh huh. Like it won't let me into the hangout from my desktop, so I'm trying from my laptop now. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So let's talk about some other things now. One of the things, if you guys are looking at the title of this video, so let's talk about this a little bit here. Um, it says uh, Guns in America, and then it says Big Daddy Unlimited coming soon. So um, today is actually the day I can officially start talking about Big Daddy Unlimited. And uh, it's, it hasn't launched yet. It's going to launch sometime next week. But what you guys can do is actually go to BigDaddyUnlimited.com or you can go to Big Daddy Unlimited on Facebook. Uh, I believe they're also on Whoa. There we go. Yeah. So um, so here's how you guys, you know, and I'm just going to tell you guys what Big Daddy Unlimited is. OK, you can go to the dot com right now and you can sign up for notifications. So when it launches, you can uh, be notified and you can be one of the first people on there. Basically, um, let's say you wanted to get prices that uh, stores, you know, stores get right. Let's say you want to get the good prices but you don't want to go out and like me become an FFL and do all that kind of stuff. Big Daddy Unlimited basically is a service where you pay a $10 fee a month and then you will be able to go there and get wholesale prices. Um, you, you have to pay a 5% fee for uh, credit, credit card processing and all that kind of stuff. And, and also you have to pay for shipping, but you will be able to get, really good prices on what you're getting pretty much the same prices that stores can get in lots of things in guns access accessories oh, etc so what's the matter you cannot hear why is this so hard <laughs> he can't hear us okay patrick's going to get that worked out so anyway i'm going to say this again i don't know if you guys have any questions about this but basically you pay ten dollars a month you get access to these prices you you it's a you know, it's a subscription kind of thing, but you go in there, you can buy whatever you want to, and you have access to everything that all the stores around the country have access to. Accessories get drop shipped to you. And um, if, if you're buying a gun, that goes to an FFL, et cetera. And it's pretty much $10 a month plus the shipping and a, a 5% charge for the expenses that go along, um, you know, processing fees, et cetera. So if you guys are interested in that, you can go check out BigDaddyUnlimited.com. There's a link in the description that you guys could go to. You can sign up for notifications. Also, I would like to ask everyone watching, after you guys have gone and followed Canic Fanatic on Facebook, etc., go to, go to Facebook right now and look up Big Daddy Unlimited. There's a link in my description and uh, follow those guys. And what I will do is actually copy that link and then I will put it in our chat. So, Patrick, did you get your stuff worked out? It looks like it, apparently. He looks good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why your chat hates 
my uh what you call it my computer okay yeah i'm not sure i don't know what's going on either okay so you're good now right yeah 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 so some of the the cool things that have come in so i've got the new lwrc reaper in 6.5 creedmoor with a proof okay. barrel your audio sounds terrible but okay it does sound terrible okay yeah like i that i can fix so this the is the new reaper here Right. This is the new Reaper, yeah. How about that? Better? Yeah. Okay. Better. Right. So, yeah, uh, so we got a carbon fiber proof barrel, pretty badass brake. They're ridiculous, like, integral handguard thing that I, I hate, but it's there. Uh, you know, but it's a pretty dang cool rifle. Got a Geisley trigger stuffed in there. Price plate on it is uh, a little on the staggering side. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't imagine. What is it? <laughs> it is just south of five grand. Was that a fun switch on there? New. No, okay. that's semi-auto only. So it's a semi-auto only, 6.5 Creedmoor with a proof barrel. If this thing doesn't shoot quarter minute groups, I'm going to flat out say it ain't worth the money. Oh, okay. So you haven't shot it yet then? No, no. It, uh, I'm still waiting on Bushnell to send me some stuff for Vortex. I can't recall who's sending me stuff for this one. Uh, I do find it really funny. They sent out this, what appears to be a precision rifle gas gun thing, right? With flip-up sights. Why? 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 Send, send me <laughs> scope rings instead. Send me 34 millimeter scope rings. I don't, I don't, I don't need this crap. Yeah, I guess they wanted to throw some optics. I don't know. I don't know the reason for that. So there's going to be somebody that's looking at this in a gun store and go, "Oh man, that thing looks awesome! I'll put it on my credit card," and then go out and shoot it with iron sights. That's that's like probably going to be over half the owners of this gun. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I would totally do that. I would totally do that. So, so I, I, I know you. Have, I know you haven't shot it, um, but what, do you think it's worth the money just from looking at it? Just from looking at it, um, I mean, if you are looking for a high-end semi-auto in 6.5, I guess. Um, it looks like it's built well, but like I said, until I get it out of the range, I'm not really going to know. Because stuff can look really great and then just perform terribly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, this is a really, really niche group of people that this is targeted towards. Um, and, and you got to remember, I don't look at guns and think, man, that's cool. I really want to own that. I think, man, that thing is going to shoot really amazing. I want to own that. Um, mm -hmm. I've got a little bit more pragmatic uh, approach when it comes to buying uh, firearms at this point because, like, you know, I kind of did the, well, I mean, that thing's awesome. I want that in my collection and then realized I didn't shoot <laughs> half of it and sold a lot of it. Okay. Um, so, I mean, is it for me? No, probably not. Uh, I probably would want something a little bit more competition-oriented. Uh, even though I don't shoot competition, I just enjoy guns that shoot well. Um, is it worth five grand to me? No. To somebody, maybe. Okay. Okay, cool. So, uh, when, mm. As a point of comparison, my entire 223 build, which could have just as easily been done in uh, 6.5 Creed, was shot you know, like quarter minute. Uh, it's a Remington 700 action. Like the entire gun, to include the optic and the rings and everything on it, I think I've got like it. It, it, it runs about 3,200 bucks retail. Okay. So like <laughs> you've got a 2,000 dollar Delta there without optics. 
Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> so I'm talking a complete ready to go gun that you can get in there and start shooting tomorrow uh, for yeah. thirty two hundred dollars ish. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about that, Sean or or Nathan? Would you guys drop close to five grand on a rifle like that? No. 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 Never yeah. happened. Sean, I think you're shaking your head, right? Yeah, I just, I, I can't, I can't. I'll really. tell you, the, the most money I'm ever going to drop on a, ri a rifle is going to be uh, Walter's uh, magazine-fed SHTF 50 BMG. And I'll, I'll, I'll pay the 2250 or whatever it is to get one of those. Uh-huh, okay, okay. I see that, I see that Patrick went off to get something else. Let's see what's coming out here. <laughs> this, is only, this is the only rifle that I would spend big money on. Uh and that's that's my six five. So, like I've shown this to your guy, you guys before, but uh, you know, we got a McMillan stock, Curtis Custom Action, Hardy Barrel, Little Bastard Break, uh, Bushnell XRS two, and a spur mount. Um, and yeah. that 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 rifle is so accurate; it's ridiculous. Uh, I took it out with that's the rifle that I shot against Mike on the fifty with, and whipped oh, okay. his ass badly. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, um, I think it's just under four. Um, so like the hardy actions, like one of the more premium things, uh, I didn't go with like cheap components on it. Uh, cause it's something I wanted, I wanted a really nice precision rifle for a long time. Um, the, I don't know. I don't want to say it's like 3,300 bucks <laughs> minus a scope. Okay. So, like, even with the scope on there, it's still hovering around the same price as this stupid Reaper over yeah. here without a scope. <laughs> right. I'm kind of. It's kind of interesting to me that uh, that um, they're going up as opposed to down in prices well, in the environment. But you know, it is what no, it is. It's a specialized gun, man. Yeah. You know, it's 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 our, it's it's targeted towards people who want something for PRS gas gun. It's not targeted towards your average buyer. This gun is targeted towards the average buyer. Uh, this is a 224 Valkyrie DI LWRCI gun. Um, it's got you know a nickel horn trigger in it, 224 Valkyrie uh, barrel. It should shoot pretty well, I think. You know, and I think that this one runs like 1,100 bucks or something. And okay. it's, it's a pretty that's nice build. Yeah, so, that's really good. Yeah, so like I saw the, someone the, saying an AR-15 shouldn't be more than 1,500 bucks. That's in there, and it's one of the cool, super cool rounds that's coming out nowadays, right? Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I, I still am, uh, got mixed feels on the Valkyrie round personally, but you know, mm -hmm. um, I was talking earlier about me throwing my P10C. Uh, so I don't know. We can. I gotta change this. Is it locked on you or? Yeah, I've got it locked on you. Okay, see if I can get this thing to. Yeah. So that That's was correct. a set of Dawson Precision sights. It looks really precise still. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it really isn't. <laughs> it's broken, right? Yeah. Is it broken? Oh, it looks like it's, it's broken and scratched. No, I'm. I'm trying to get this thing to focus. Um, mm -hmm. come on. I see it all bent, the fiber sight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, the, the there's supposed to be, there, there you go. There's supposed to be two, like, little prongs that hold the fiber 
in there. The front one broke. Uh, it's kind of bent down flat. Uh, you can't really see. And what did you, was this a deliberate test or? No, no, I got mad, man. Like uh, I went, so I was shooting and they replaced the magazine uh, catch spring in here. Uh, and I guess my, my grip made the magazine fall out. So maybe I had it rotated down a little bit too far or whatever, but under recoil, I had dropped the magazine to like there and I got a, I got a click and I was like, okay. So because I shoot RMR guns, like red dotted guns so much, my manual of arms is to rotate and, you know, run the slide to try to get going. So, you know, tap and rack and, uh, my hand slipped off the gun and I got it caught in the ejection port and it just ate my thumb up. So uh, there was an immediate screaming of an obscenity. And then I threw the gun at the steel plate that I was shooting at. (laughs) Okay. Was this when you were doing, I saw on Instagram, you were doing some kind of crazy ninja move. Was that you or someone else? No, 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 no. That's a, that's a a Giga from Pulnar Tactical. Uh, So let's see if I can get that rear sight. Yeah, you can see the damage to the rear sight there, too. Okay. Yeah, you see the, uh, the there's a little flat portion right there. Okay. How do you how do the Canic Fanatic guys feel that Canics would have held up to this kind of torture? Have you guys tortured your Canics, or do you baby them? Are they safe cleans? Oh, no, mine definitely are. Yeah, no, I, I, I abuse them. I Actually, one of them, I've got, like, I use one. I have a laser simulator. Yeah, there you go. I use strikes all the time. Oh, you okay. Know, so I, so people always talk about the firing pins, but it's like I probably put about, I don't know, 30K, 40K strikes on a simulator. I just pull it out all the time and just poop, pew, pew at the wall, you know. <laughs> I might only see normally is because I'm too poor to be able to afford to beat my shit up. So, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, and I probably wouldn't have. Uh, I finally bit the bullet and bought a Beretta M9, though. Oh, nice. look at that. Uh-oh. Why, now, why did you get this? Was there a deal? What the hell's going uh, on here? No, man. Like, it's just been a gun that's been on my list for a long time. And okay. uh, a buddy of mine was selling his. Oh, okay. It was a really solid deal. So uh, I picked it up. Oh, okay. I was uh, going to ask if you if you want, you know, because a lot of times I see people go for the uh, FPE version of that, I guess. Yeah, the A3. No, I wanted this one in particular. Um, okay. So this would have been the service pistol right about the time that I was in the service. Um, and I've, I've got an a M16A2 clone that I wanted a sidearm for. Okay. So just completely you know, uh, Makes sense. Clones. You got to try the Brownells slab side, didn't you think? Did you um, yeah, I tried a whole bunch of the Brownells rifles, yeah. Did you guys get a chance to see those? I, I saw them, but I've never gotten to try one. I wondered, I wondered what your thoughts were on it, good? Good to go. Um, I I haven't like actually I, you know I did videos obviously and stuff promoting them. Um, I've got the uh, what is it the M one seven seven I think came in. I'm gonna shoot it. XM one seven seven. Yeah, XM one seventy seven. Yeah. So I'm gonna test that out. I'm gonna try to get as many of them as I possibly can and go through go through the paces with it. But no, I haven't done that yet to say <laughs> you know I shot them while we were doing the videos. I was at you know they were actual guns and I was shooting them and stuff like that and we had no problems and those are actually prototypes so now they're the real ones are out there here's a gun I had a chance to shoot guys I don't know are you guys familiar with this thing that Patrick's holding up no you guys know what this is uh-uh. I can't see it yeah this see what it is tell them what this is Patrick this is a FK Bruno field pistol yeah how much so, is it 
$7,500. I just want to see the reaction. I just want to see the reactions of like the Canic guys. Like what the this is, hell? This is not my gun. I want, I, want, I want to say this is not my gun. This is in for review. I would never buy this damn thing. I think it's ridiculous. I don't think that. I can't, I it looks can't beautiful though. That is a beautiful gun. Wait a second. That's a beautiful gun. That gun, I, I'm. We're gonna see that in movies. It's so beautiful. Yeah. So uh, it uses the seven five uh, FK seven five or whatever the hell they call it. So that's the ammunition. Uh, did you have you heard the price on a box of fifty of these damn things? No, no. I don't think. I don't think I want that. Nine dollars for fifty. Fifty <laughs> rounds. Uh, no, no. I will sign me up for at least two of those guns. Then I think. Uh, I that, is 90, <laughs> that is ninety. Uh, wait, let me see what brand are you using. Is this like the most expensive brand you could find? No, this the is the only, only brand? brand. This is the only brand. The only people that make seven uh, five FK is FK Bruno. Yeah. How many? Okay, can it guys tell me how many boxes of that does it take to buy one can it? <laughs> Three, four. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, this gun I got for two twenty-five out the door. So you're talking? What do you say? Seventy-five bucks a box. So eighty-nine. Eighty-nine a box. Eighty-nine. Oh, you can easily uh, get a can for for uh, three or four boxes. Yeah. Who? who, who? Oh, okay. So, Those four boxes bought this can yeah. and got it yeah. painted in Overwatch. Yeah. How many boxes did you get, man? You got three or four boxes? No, no. They sent me six boxes. Six boxes, okay. <laughs> and I think you had enough room left over on those four boxes to buy a Red X holster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me emphasize, even though mechanic firearms are a budget-friendly firearm, they are not a budget firearm per se. They're definitely not cheap quality. You know, being a NATO manufacturer, these uh, these guns are built tough. So so fortunately, and I tell people right now, buy, buy canics while you can because, unfortunately, if the price starts climbing on them, you know. But another thing I wanted to say before we end this is uh, – Watch out for the OEM parts that are going to be hitting the stores, or I guess specifically Century Arms. They're going to start carrying OEM parts from Canik um, and parts kits and so forth. Plus, the aftermarket is growing for them. But I also wanted to show real quick, after that really insanely cool pistol, this is a little SAR gun, uh, SAR 9. That's another brand to watch out for, SAR USA. They're going to be up and comers, another Turkish delight. So Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Very nice. They're, they're, they're interesting pistols. I wish that people won't didn't get so angry when you talk about when people talk about Turkish guns for you know like yeah. I, 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 I get annoyed by that. Let me say something to you about this uh, FK Bruno. I think I told you this, Patrick. I actually I would not let listen. First of all, I don't want to say I would never buy it because after I bought my Lamborghini, I would totally buy one of these just to do like instagram pictures in my lamborghini with um but i would get the lamborghini first <laughs> or some other supercar before i did it um at least the, the money i would spend on this gun would make a couple of payments now the thing is um rob pinkus actually put one of these guns in my hands and told me to go shoot it and i didn't know what it was i just took a picture because i thought it was beautiful and oh, i really yeah, regret I that because yeah. yeah i regret that because that was my opportunity i don't think i'm gonna get another one to shoot no, and I, I'm, I don't know how I feel about it yet. I, like, if it shoots amazing, cool. Uh, you see, I already put a red dot on it because, yeah. like, but how does it feel? How, how's the how's side. the build? How's the build of it? How does the slide feel to you? How does that? You uh, know, there's a little bit of movement in it. Surprisingly, like a little bit more than I would expect out of a gun in that price range. 
so it doesn't feel like seventy five hundred bucks to you. It doesn't feel like a cabinet nineteen eleven or something. No, it, it's it, it's in line with maybe a like lower end Wilson. Mm. You okay. know, uh, five hundred dollars. I mean, yeah, like the finish is beautiful on it. Like looking at it, but like overall fit and finish, like. Um, Tell me if how, you hear this. How is that? I need, you, I need you to tell me where my mic is coming from. Is it? Can you hear this? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Oh no no no! Is that wood or plastic? That's that's plastic. Oh. Oh no! That's no no no, no no no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's uh it's metal rather. Oh metal! But, oh it's metal. Okay. Yeah yeah like they move. Huh. Wow. That is that is janky for seventy five hundred. I'm telling you. Wow. Yeah. And it's and that's annoying your dog, by the way. <laughs> I got this for like four hundred dollars, and you know there's no wobble and. <laughs> now the you know, like the, the safety on it's a little bit muddy. Uh, the trigger pull on it is just. I'd hope phenomenal. That there's a little bit of creep. Uh, mm. That look did not have a look of seventy yeah, yeah, yeah. trigger bolt. Yeah, watch my finger, see if you guys can see it. So there's a little bit of take up and then there's a little creep in there. I see it. See it? Yeah. What the <laughs> Why? <laughs> and you know what the worst part is, is you just paid like eighty nine ninety nine for fifty bullets no. per box. They, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> When, when they asked if I would uh, review this for Ammo Land, uh, I said, yeah, I mean, sure, but where are you going to get the ammo from? They said, okay, they're going to send it. And my response to my editor was, well, good, because I sure shit ain't buying it. <laughs> <laughs> if I got stuck yeah. with an $80 a box ammo bill, I'd be like, uh, this is one gun I'm just going to do a tabletop review of without yeah, firing. No, if, it felt like, if it felt like $7,500, then hey, I'm all for that, man. I don't have any problem with that, you know? Like my, my, my 19X has about the same amount of slide wobble as the FK Bruno. Hmm. Wow. That says a lot, then. Yeah. Yeah. What's the most? Uh, here's a good question to ask the Canic guys, since we have the Canic fanatic guys on. Uh, what the hell is the most expensive Canic that we have in the country? Which one? I can, I can tell you that the rarest Canics, uh, the rarest one is owned by R. Jacob Herman, who was, used to be the director of sales. And he has a factory engraved one that was done by like the head of Canic. It's got all this hand engraving on it. That's probably like the rarest SFX in America. And okay. then there's a one of nine Star Wars painted ones, and only one of those is in the wild. So okay. if you ever see a Star Wars uh, canic, scoop that thing up. <laughs> okay, so what is an um, SFX then? How much is uh, that? SFX is the competition gun, which is. Um, yeah, I like know. How, like, how much yeah. is that going for? What's the price? Uh, on? I think the MSRP is what, like like six forty nine or something like that. Well, that would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You can get them for like four hundred and some. I carry the SFL though. I don't need all the optics. I like the duty gun version of it, you know, no RMR, got the nice uh, five and a half pound trigger versus three and a half pound competition trigger. Makes me makes me feel safer with it as a carry gun in single action. Okay, cool, cool. For winter. Yeah. (laughs) I will will take a uh, red dotted gun all day every day. Yeah. Here's here's my pistol, guys. Right here. Yeah. 
yeah, that, that's that's yeah. the best pistol to own. Yeah, I don't have a holster yeah. for it or anything like that. <laughs> well, you can use this is my pistol right here. on Go go tell Dave to make you a holster for it. I bet you he'll do it. Absolutely, yeah. Maybe I'll do. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> what are you saying, Patrick? <laughs> I know I'm looking at the prices on this because I I think it's a lot more. What? What's uh, a lot more? Oh yeah, no MSRP is about five fifty on those things. For what? Yeah, uh, GP nine SFX. Oh, okay. You and is that with about six hundred bucks with a dot? Oh, okay. That's what the dot. And what dot does it have on it? It uh, comes with a vortex venom, which yeah. is like mediocre. If I'm honest, the thing about uh, vortex that I tell people is it's not a great red dot in terms of like quality. It's not like oh my god, the best quality. The great part about vortex is that they stand behind their products with that unlimited warranty. Whoever you sell it to, no paper. Yeah, but I don't want to use a warranty. I just want my shit to work. Exactly. That that's where the that's where the whole point comes in. The Elite Combat will be my first uh, RMR, whatever you want to call it, red dot pistol that I'm actually going to try and carry with the red dot. Mm-hmm. So, and then the Elite what Combat red, what, comes out. Yeah, what red dot, Patrick? What red dot do you have on yours? You've got uh, Trigicon. So, yeah, RMR uh, RMO six on that one. Let me move these down here. I feel like he's going to pull out a burst fast fire next. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good uh, one that's a good one what what let's see what is it all right arm one on my uh little carry desk gun thing and then i've got a type one rmr 06 um so okay. i've got shit how many rmrs do i have now um i've got one rmr 01 type one one rmr or no i'm sorry rmr 06 type one Another 06 Type 2, two RMO1 Type 1s, and one RMO2 Type 1. Oh, okay. So, Nathan, <laughs> what do you put in on yours? <laughs> uh, you know, I actually, I just, uh, a member bought a Vortex Venom and Viper, and then we kind of split the deal, I'm hoping. So, I'll probably end up okay. putting that on there, but I was looking either at a Fast Fire, obviously, Trigicon. If I was going to put a Trigicon on anything, I'd probably put it on my rifle before I'd put it on my carry gun just because why would i put something more expensive on my pistol than on my rifle i guess <laughs> okay okay um and then can you um i guess if you if you get raised sights and stuff like that i don't know if that comes with raised sights if you can like co-witness and yeah see oh. see uh on what they actually they actually um, are coming out with the co-witness plates it's in the works so they're so they're going to have the uh co-witness plates for the red dots now mm-hmm. for the canics and in, in the future going forward i mean i don't know what the where it is in the stage of development but it's that was one of my like gripes when i reviewed mine um like the r the the mos style plate system that they use is a little bit on the tall side and they could have used that like real estate slightly better so it sounds like they're doing yeah. it which is great mm-hmm. like, i don't personally i don't care about the racker you know, the, the thing about Canix is I'll tell people is like everything you tell them, like there's things that I don't even notice that people will notice, like, you know, the uh, the slide cocker on the SFX. It used to be where it would tear people's hands then they made it rounded. I mean, every every time we tell Canic anything, they actually listen to it and it comes out like we want to flat face triggers. Now they got flat face triggers and they're going to be selling every part to us, their own threaded barrels, flat face triggers, all the warrant sites raised you know suppressor yeah. site height that's everything. good you know they they um they're in a position where they should do that you know if yeah. you're if you're trying to build your market share and all that kind of stuff you should absolutely listen to what the customers want look to be honest with you glock 
that probably has the biggest market share in the space or whatever, they should freaking listen to the customers too. But you know what? If they don't, that leaves room for other people to come in, right? Yeah. And I've had lots of conversations with the head of Canik. You know, I mean, they're, they're like one of the first times I ever sent them an email. I just expected some generic response. And it was like the head of Canik. And I was like, what? You know, like I would have never assumed that. And he's, I mean, they're great people. I mean, when you talk to them, even the people at Century Arms, like I said, we got a rep in our group who anyone who has a problem, if they got a serious problem, the guy's like, hey, contact me. We'll get it sorted. We'll get you a new gun. I mean, I, okay. I put them up there on like the top of the, the industry, I guess, in terms of warranty. I've had some pretty bad service. I've had, you know, I've had, if I had to rank companies, I put them up there on the, as far as warranty service goes. I mean, I've had to deal okay. with Taurus and Walder and High Point. Unfortunately, I will put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, High Point's customer service is amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think I think High Point's pretty good. I mean, when I, my High Point, I bought it, I bought it used for less than a hundred bucks. And the first time I went to take it apart, all the parts flew out, but they sent me, they sent me all the parts. They oh, yeah, and I, I was point, able to point is amazing together. all around. They're, they're they're great value. I mean, I was I was just saying because I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, he's talking about on high points. Like that puts me in an automatic category. You know, I can't pull out the uh, seventy five hundred dollar Bruno. <laughs> that's a. I don't own that. It's not mine. <laughs> I know. I know. Are you going to so, beat it with a hammer for us to at least make? Yes, exactly. It has to be. I am really thinking about it. I really, really am thinking about it. I'm, I'm eyeing my hammer right now. Have, have you tested one with the severe duty upgrade yet, or did you only do no, it? No, no, um, I haven't messed with it yet. Like, okay. I, I just know for a fact that there was a problem. So, like the hammer test that people like to poke fun of, that's like an actual thing that people do over at Pistol Forum. Uh, Pistol Forum, it's a thing. They, they do the, the mallet test, and uh, Canik is one that failed it. The TP9, um, or not the TP9, but the Walther. Uh, Whatever the fuck it is, whatever the the uh, what's one everybody keeps trying to get me to buy. P ninety nine. No, the one of that, that. Is it this one that Sean has right here? What's that? What's P ninety nine C? This is a P ninety nine. No, so the P ninety nine became a thing. Yes. PPQ. PPQ. Yeah. PPQ. Okay. That's it. Um, that one also you know fails. So like they they do this thing where if it gets a dead trigger, then they consider it a failure. Um, yeah. But since the PPQ M2 is essentially the same design as a lot of the Canic stuff, you know, we're okay. going to run into a lot of the same problems. Okay, very cool. Okay, listen, guys, I think we've been doing this for over two hours, so let's start to wrap it up. Uh, what yeah. I'm going to do here is I'm going to go, I'm going to probably start with Patrick, and then I'll let the uh, Canic guys go. So, Patrick, tell us what you have going on, man, other than that FK Bruno, obviously. Um, I mean, just all the, the gun stuff that you saw uh, a second ago. And um, you know, other gun stuff. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about what I'm doing. Let's let's, let's talk about the Canon guys because uh, like I, I kind of jumped in here to scream about the NRA for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's no problem. You know, we're we're all for it. You know, like we 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 have a voice in our community, and that's what we try and do. Is it's it's about the broader sense of it all for all of us. You know, like whether talking to Hank about the NRA, you, us. That's what that, we all just got to be a part of the conversation. If we're not at the table, then we can't voice our yeah. opinion. Absolutely. Well said. And also, guys, this is not the only time you come on. You're welcome to come on again. Come on many times. If you guys have something big going on and you want to push it here, let me know and we'll have you guys come on. Uh, thanks. You know, throwing up, throwing up the Hank Strange patch. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to start. Hank Strange. Right. Got to represent right. Big, big Daddy's Unlimited dot com. I believe it is Big Daddy Unlimited dot com. 
Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So what do you guys, uh, Sean, is there some stuff that you guys want to talk about here before we end this? Um, just, I think it's going to be a great year for, uh, for the Janik brand of firearms for century arms. I, like I said, with the release of the OEM parts that are coming to market, the flat triggers that are going to be for sale, the uh, OEM threaded barrels and so forth. And of course the elite combat coming out, I think is going to be phenomenal. So, you know, we just encourage people if you either, if you own a Janik or you're thinking of oh. our group, you know, we're, we're, I think Sean, you're you're, break, you're breaking up a little bit. Can you want you want to just roll back for a second? I think you broke up there at the end. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, like I was just saying, uh, with the OEM parts and so forth coming out this year, and the aftermarket growing. In fact, uh, you know, uh, my TP90A is supporting the uh, night vision uh, night sights. I don't know how well you can see them on there, but anyway, uh, you know, we're starting to see more aftermarket being uh, made manufactured specifically for Janik. So um, I think it's going to be a good year for him. So definitely. Awesome. Awesome. I want to thank you guys for coming on. Um, I also want to thank you for coming on, Patrick. Uh, I just want to take one last chance to tell you guys that, okay, Big Daddy Unlimited is going to be launching and it's going to save you a lot of money on guns if you buy guns the way that I do. Or to be honest with you, if you just buy a couple of guns every now and then, this is a great thing to get involved with. Look in the description. I've got links to BigDaddyUnlimited.com as well as their Facebook page, which you guys can go follow the Facebook page. Go to Big Daddy Unlimited and then sign up for the alerts. It's going to be launching next week. So we're looking forward to that. I'll be talking to you guys about it in the coming days and weeks and months and all that kind of stuff. I think that uh, it's going to save people lots of money out there. So listen, if you... You know, you could probably save enough money to get yourself one of those damn uh, FK Brunos. Yeah, that's that's totally possible. If, if, yeah. if Hank Strange says you're getting a deal, odds are you're getting a deal. Yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, you can be a baller like Patrick and I, have uh, 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 cons yeah. or what, what does he got yeah. now? No, no, no. He's, got, he's just he's just over there having a blast. Yeah, man. <laughs> I saw a witness a lim, uh, limited. Uh, elite. Yeah, like, look at that. It's beautiful. <laughs> I traded into it. Somebody was talking witness, so I thought I'd tease people with a witness. Oh, okay. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, you know what? Um, we will continue talking to you guys about it, and it's going to be launching uh, sometime next week. I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight, guys. Have Good a great job. weekend. Be safe. Don't forget to write your, your representatives and, you know, the, the governors and all that kind of stuff. Be active. Be proactive. Go out there. Support places like uh, the GOA. All right, guys. Uh, I will see you next week. I'm out of here. Most importantly, support Hank Strange and all your other favorite content creators on yeah. uh, Patreon. Please do that, guys. I did like my expenses for the year. I made $411 after expenses last year. So do that, please. Awesome. I totally and agree with Canic that. Fanatic, we got a big holster giveaway if you own a Canic. Go there. We got yeah. four holster giveaways for our sponsors. Everyone check us out and support yes. Hank Strange. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, definitely make sure you guys check into Canic Fanatic if you're, if you're thinking about it. If you have it, you're looking for help, go check out those guys and we'll have them back on. We're out of here. Peace. Peace out.